Welcome to the beginning of the stream. It's Table Stories Dying Order. With the full cast, everyone's here. Yay! Yay! Uh, Yay. It's a Sunday. Um, KPP has raised an insane amount of money. 3,000, right, KPP? Yeah. For St. Jude, which is incredible. Yeah. I love my community, so thank you guys. Good job. Um, but that's why we're late and I hate her. I know. So, okay. I'm kidding. That I'm kidding. was a little rough. Kidding. It's just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just kidding. I'm I hate you. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, welcome, everybody, to the beginning of the stream here. We are doing another B-Team episode, another kind of flash sideways to the uh, to the group who are under the sea and dealing with uh, um, no. their Sorry. own... Their own uh, world ender situation, um, and uh, this is the last one. This is the last time we will ever play as the beating yeah. and the Inquisition. It's the final B Team Inquisition episode. I'm not saying it's the last time we'll see the Inquisition B Team Inquisition, but it's definitely the last time that the uh, B Team Inquisition will be here. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you do today players um so uh yeah but before we jump into it little little hellos and things disby's back welcome back appreciate that thanks brad okay there it is <laughs> i forgot um we, i'll remind uh everyone of what happened last week and we'll do like a very in-depth catch-up for uh for disby's sake um as to exactly precisely what happened and where we're at um uh, but we'll put it this way. Hilda took a, a, a bump, bump on the noggin and just was very quiet <laughs> and just kind of like, ah, with every, and that was it. That's all. She just very quietly went along with everything last week. Oh, geez. I thought you were going to say that I decided to take my nappy poo, my scheduled nappy poo, when I just fell asleep on everybody. Oh, you good did, Lord. actually, I think at one point. Oh, well, I, can't, I, can't. I guess to an extent that was that. I think, yeah. And Fidelia had to carry you. There was a point oh, where. Oh, <laughs> my good Lord. I'm so sorry I had to put up with that. Um, yeah, because I'm not a fan of like RPing out your characters for you and stuff also sometimes it's like well don't know what you know can't just have you magically disappear um necessarily uh but how is everyone else doing we've got um jared leto special guest jared leto with us this week <laughs> how's it going jared that's a compliment he's a hottie he he's a terrible fucking character though but he's a hottie he is. that's yeah you don't, you don't need a good character when you look like that <laughs> uh i'm doing well I've been really busy, so between oh, I signed up to TikTok, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I've been doing TikToks, and then uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been I've been doing great. I went green hair because I don't care. Nice. I know. Pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. What can I say? Green hair don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't care. You've got all the green 
that uh, Infidelia isn't. You know, you just decided not to do Shrek today. For charity. Wow. There are other things that kind of. Remember the charity. Um, I felt bad. I do. No, I didn't know that this was like last time we were doing this too. I mean, I can try to adjust really my bad. camera to make a green hue appear. <laughs> Please, <laughs> if you um, yeah, no, you're uh, you uh, you're you're here. You're here though. You made it. Proud of you. I did. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm just trying to make her feel bad because the first thing she did was join the corn. Go. Is Brad mad that I'm late? <laughs> like I was busy literally yeah. saving children. Like <laughs> as if yeah. Brad would be mad. Uh, I'm super you. super mad about that. Whack would be mad. Whack can't stand it if you're late. There's no excuse. Um, yeah, he rages. But I'm the easygoing GM. GM? Question mark. Um, and of course Tuesday Gary, you you're you're back. Welcome yeah. Back. Thanks. I'm excited to play. Two weeks. I mean, in a I'm row. really pissed about the charity thing and stuff like that. But I'm I'll sorry, Tuesday. I'd like no. to formally apologize. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What is this, Dustfell? You you joining the regular cast? What's going on? <gasps> Please, can we keep her? Sorry. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on what you do today. Depends on what you do today, doesn't it? We'll have to see. Um. <laughs> So, um, before we jump on, I want to, I will save the recap, um, for after this, um, brief announcement. Yay! Um, I got a quick trailer, a little teaser, a little, a little doodah, a little, little, little ditty, a little, god, my brain, I have Tourette's and everything that I want to say, I can't. So, I'm going to click this button and hopefully a trailer will play because we've got a little teaser for an upcoming thing on table story for you to enjoy so 60 second trailer drop in right now to the residents of the story estate i hope this letter finds you well the weather here in mayford has been the peak of british springtime though we are hoping that perhaps we shall see a break in the clouds and the drizzle and be graced with a spot of sunshine just in time for our upcoming garden party which of course you are cordially invited to attend it will be quite the affair and we will be delighted for you to join us yours sincerely lady victoria ashby figure out a way to do that like they, put in we're the... back live on the stream okay and oh carry on <laughs> i want i wish that you could have seen disby's reaction then it was the the, the craziest reaction out. i've seen it was a pb reaction she just screamed yeah. oh my god when she realized what that was um i actually have no idea what it was so i'm going to hand over to pb for any further um additional i'm not i'm not yeah, something oh okay no. anything no. There's the date. No, maybe, maybe a cast reveal will happen in a couple of days, but okay. no, that's saying shit. All right. Okay. That's exciting. Well, uh, yeah, I guess, um, I guess mark down the date, which was, and, um, make sure you write that down in your diaries. What May was it? 14th. May, May 14th. Um, that would be the best one to do costumes for. That would be the best oh my, one. Right. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I love my <laughs> Please um, tell me there's a Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. I genuinely don't. I couldn't even attend. I mean, I can actually. I can just lie and say yes. There is. And mechs. Beautiful dresses and yes. posh accents. Well, mechs in dresses uh, in posh <gasps> uh, in and time travel. Um, Kinda, I guess. Period piece. Who knows? So cool. I don't know what it is, but if you want to watch it and find out along with me, then uh, we'll see you on May 14th. And uh, keep an eye out for further announcements in upcoming shows and on our YouTube channel, I would assume, and on our Twitter and on Discord and all the places that you can keep up with all the things we're doing. I'd recommend following everyone on everything. If you ever see someone on your screen, follow them on everything and then that way you'll be appraised of what's happening and where. Um, yes, I am GMing it. So, for, um, for young Disby addicts, I'm going to let you lot Tell Disby what happened last week. And you that died. will be <laughs> right. But before no, that kidding. Oh good god. <laughs> before the yeah, last we just let you get all happened. dressed up and, and come into the call. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you until you got here. That's right. Um, <laughs> no, but somebody may oh. have died. We don't know yet. <gasps> well, from the beginning, maybe. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, and I did die. I did go down and then I, I rolled a nat twenty and got back up. So that was yeah. pretty cool. I've never had that happen before. Damn. And then I went back. So, you know. I took the gauntlet and I snapped like Thanos. And all the yeah. robots exploded. Alright. Anything happened <laughs> before? And you uh use your your ninja skills to take on a uh spider? Mechanical spider? You we killed Geo! You, you did like forty six points of damage in one turn. It was nuts. Yeah. With your swords. It was wild. Yeah. Wow. It was you amazing. <laughs> Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, Geo ate shit. That's right. Yeah. So the last five minutes summed up for you there, but the rest of the episode went as far. I guess I'll do it. The, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, the, at the the end of the stream, there there that was that was what happened. Okay. Um. The uh. Quick reminder for for everyone: the B team landed a submarine basically on uh this kind of um uh broken. Uh, sunken continent which was still um, somewhat um, accessible and dry and, and there was oxygen and stuff um, it seems to have been uh, shielded uh, from the ocean you, deep underwater there's kind of a, a pocket of air that's being um, uh, kept magically um, safe I guess from, from the water crushing on it uh, you all brought the submarine to this place. You encountered Geo and his big mechanical spider thing. You fought the spider the first time. He revealed himself to have been an illusion or a projection from the uh, from the from the spider, and then uh, you ended up fighting the spider again. That's where we came in last week. It was kind of as if you had just beat the spider. We didn't play through the combat again, but you guys essentially second time defeated it. Hilda took a bump on the noggin um, and was suspiciously quiet. For a couple of hours um, and you guys set out to try and find the um, the Arcanite that the Arch Inquisitor sent you down here. Arcanite of course just means like a, a, a magically enhanced technology like Magitech from Final Fantasy 6 that kind of thing. Um, you uh, on your travels did uh, eventually discover this thing that you could see 
It was like a floating sphere in the in the uh, in the distance between these kind of uh, mountainscape things that were there. Again, it's not really a naturally formed land here, so it's uh, it's strange to even refer to it as as a mountain. But essentially, it looked like a mountain. This entire area is just rubble covered in mud and algae. There's rain perpetually falling, but it really it's just bits of the ocean falling down and breaking through the wind which is uh rushing endlessly around you you guys um headed towards this thing um you uh you found the remains of the dragonfly ship which was the ship that this crew the dragonfly crew have been operating from and that you the inquisition have been kind of looking into um somewhat um the original thing that uh happened here is that your one of your members the leader of your particular group here the uh the arcani alexandrian uh b team uh leader sea stalker went looking for this or looking into some arcani things going going on and went missing then another one of your members nathan looked into it too and he also went missing and uh that was when this kind of began and you guys all kind of started to investigate this thing which has led you on this trip across Alexandria to Dandaral and now underwater to the sunken ruins of this uh, ancient continent Thalmesia. The um, dragonfly was found abandoned and stripped of parts. You followed the, uh, the remnants of it to this large um, structure. This Well, it's not really a structure. It was just this, this odd machine almost this this um sphere that was being suspended in the air there were pipes and wires and um all sorts of things scaffolding attached to it but it does appear to be kind of floating still the the things that are attached to it aren't holding it up and supporting its weight there were all all parts of this thing that were broken off of it and and fallen um but being held and suspended magically in the air errol pay pretty much being your your wizard and and arcane master able to determine that it that it would have been some sort of uh, immense amount of power that would be generating this thing and not like an army of wizards that are holding it in place but what it is um, how it's doing it still relatively unsure you guys approached this thing and found um, Geo in the flesh this time um, he uh, he spoke to you a little bit. You guys were trying to work out what was going on. You also found a bunch of bodies um, lots of them maybe 50 um also bodies uh large and small and the area underneath this thing was kind of like a ghost town apart from this one guy geo um he kind of alluded to the idea that essentially whatever uh thing they did that activated this entire thing about a week ago this sphere is the arcana you're looking for and it did something which uh, which potentially killed everybody here somehow um, and uh, and is what activated um, the snows that are falling and all that stuff um, he uh, he called it vengeance he said that the Arcanine was called a vengeance um, and that um, it was uh, I can't remember exactly what he said to you so and I don't want to say anything he didn't say but um, essentially that it um, that it's uh, kind of going to free everybody was kind of the uh, the plan here. You ended up fighting with him. He set on you some more of those little Arcanai sort of construct spiders and bugs. Um, it was a relatively tough fight. Uh, 
Errol Pay, well, that was when, and now we're caught up to what they were saying at the beginning, which is that Lyra went down at one point. Um, she managed to natural 20, jump back up from death saves, pulled out a gun and shot Gia through the head, only to be injured again. Errol Pay ran over, took the glove, which he was using to control these things, and uh, she managed to, to have themselves uh, destruct. Winning the fight, um, however, the machine itself started to sort of charge up and uh, it drew in a bunch of, uh, drew in a bunch of energy. Um, you heard the voice of somebody else here, somebody within the machine, say that they were going to free themselves from celestial grip and from their rule and that the gods fear them and that, um, that today they're going to, they're going to surpass them and destroy them and become them. Um, and then uh, Errol Pay ran towards the machine in an attempt to uh, destroy it or turn it off or, or do something. No, 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 no. I was doing uh, identify object. You did identify object to try and work out exactly what it was and how to stop it. When yeah. you ran inside, you looked up um, and you could see inside of the machine and you could see that there was somebody in there strapped to it and attached to it bits of me mechanical wiring and... Uh, um, and elements attached to this person, like a helm on his head, kind of with wires coming off of it. Um, magical runes all about um, those stones. You found these stones that were kind of being used as uh, magical source powers, kind of like an arcane battery of sorts, um, inside the spider. And uh, you took those with you, and you could see those. They were all over the place in here, like stars. Um, you also saw a man looking down at you, um, he was all bandaged up. He looked super wounded like he had been burnt. Um, and he watched you do it. And as you got to the edge of the, uh, the, the central kind of pillar of pipes and parts that are running up inside this, um, this floating sphere, um, you cast Identify. And then there was a, a sort of ignition as um, it kind of exploded into what it would have seemed like, especially to you there. And um, there was a there was fire. There was lots of fire, and and um, Errol Pay was engulfed in fire. And the rest of you um, saw this this bright light that went off, and that was where we ended the session. You will see that you are all on one HP. Errol Pay is currently not here. Surprise, surprise. For the rest of you, uh. Maybe, um, well, you are, you are here, including you, Hilda. Pretty much, you were in, a, you were in a fight. You were a little wounded, but um, the real damage done to you. Um, I think actually you were on one HP before, but still, you're on one HP now. You have a couple of wounds to your body from from the creatures, but all of you, um. Essentially, uh, uh, were hit by a pulse of, of energy, um, a huge e eruption of arcane power that um, was sent out from this thing. A blinding light. You saw maybe half a second as light spilled out in shafts from inside this sphere, then that kind of ignition as fire, not just coming downwards from inside the sphere, but from your perspectives on the outside. There were elements where the ground underneath where the sphere is and all around it 
burst with fire. Fire's pouring up in, in um, shoots from areas of the ground around here and very close. Before this energy knocked all of you back, you probably were pushed back about 5-10 feet before you hit the ground and it feels like the wind has been taking out, taken out of you but you just you were unable to recover from it. Um, you feel hot. You feel burned um, but not so badly. You feel um, as if as if this machine sat at your very life energy itself. Um, you feel exhausted. All of you are at level 4 exhaustion. So that means you have disadvantage on ability checks. Your speed is halved. You have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. And your hit point maximum is halved. You are scattered here around the uh, the base of this this um, sphere and uh, everybody give me constitution checks not Errol just con checks it doesn't have to be a save I submitted one but I think roll 20 there we go Oh, my roll 20 looks weird as well, by the way, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to my roll 20 this weekend, but every game I've played has had I'm a sure strange look twice. to it. Which means uh, you all get to have a strange looking roll 20 with me. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's fine. I'll take the first one. So a 10, a 19, an 18, and 18. You actually all make it, which is good. Barely for, in, uh, for Cairo. Um... Let's see here. So. You are all on 1 HP. You're conscious. But you are... You're sort of stunned. Um, unable to really move anything. Your weapons or anything you were holding nearby have been scattered. Your bags ripped and broken. Everything around you was pushed over. The, um, the buildings that were with you looked like they were hit as well. The... Arcanine machine that sent out this pulse of, of energy um, appears to be um, in an even more broken state. There are elements that have been pulled off of this thing, huge panels. The scaffolding around it in varying places has been broken even further, but everything once again is being held in place magically. So even though it looked like a, a, a a sphere which was broken in in many places in the in the first place and being suspended magically now it's even worse it's an even more destroyed looking thing um but again the elements that have fallen off of it or look like they've been um broken from it have um once again um been suspended in in place there are small fires around that are very quickly being put out by the rains here that are falling um, and there is no longer the, the plumes of, 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 uh, of fire, but there's elements of smoke and the smell of smoke around you. All of you kind of take a moment to regather your, yourselves and maybe struggling and un, unable really to move at this point, um, look around. You can see that you are all alive, um, but no one can move. The 
next thing that happens is you hear some footsteps walking through the party where you all are and looking upwards towards vengeance in this uh, state of disrepair um, is your old buddy Sea Stalker. Now a quick reminder for everybody as to who this is. Um, he looks kind of like this. Um, and you guys have um, uh, a lot of uh, memory of who this guy is. You even have information underneath just to give you guys uh, an idea and, and uh, uh, refresher as to who this guy is. Um, he kind of looks like a merfolk, but also kind of doesn't. He, he is to merfolk what um, what a half-elf might be. Um, there's enough of, of the elements of um, a, a merfolk to this person to have you assume that he's certainly half merfolk, but no one's ever known what the other half is. Um, he's uh, pretty tall, broad-shouldered. You guys know him to be a very um, competent person and pretty friendly. I think everybody here has been very close to him. Specifically, Cairo, he, I think, was relatively close to you because he's a, a friend of animals. He's always been mm -hmm. a fan of animals. He has his own owl, like you do. Um, mm -hmm. He has a, a pet rat that he keeps with him all the time. Um, and he's now walking through you as a group here. He's wearing his... Um, uh, his armor, but not any of his Inquisition stuff. Um, he's wearing um, pretty pretty decent-looking um, chainmail. He's got um, big boots on. On his back, strapped to his back, is his um, trident that he that he carries with him. Um, he has his helm, but he's kind of like not even looking at where you guys are as he moves through where you um, where you guys are all kind of struggling to 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 breathe, to, to even live at this point. Um, and he looks down towards where each of you are and drops a bunch of vials around you. Um, I'd say probably near you, Cairo, they land. Probably puts them near you. His eyes resting mm -hmm. on you for a moment. Very green. Um, the scar that's on his face that he that he's he's got a very recognizable face uh facial scar um looks worse uh it it's strange it looks like it looks like it's grown um it looks exactly the same shape it doesn't make sense how this would have happened necessarily like as if he would have opened it and then closed it again recently maybe um but as he uh, as he looks at you he there's probably, I think, in fact, Cairo, give me a um, an insight check. Will do. Eleven. Eleven. I think there's an, an element of sorrow to his to his eyes as he looks at you, and you're maybe struggling to breathe, unable to me do anything more than really uh, than uh, than blink. He turns back towards the machine and looks up to it, and you hear him shout towards it, Cedric! Cedric, are you alive? 
he turns back to where you are, Cairo, and says, You know that thousands of years ago, there was a creature not too dissimilar to myself who stood somewhere near here and fought for his own freedom. He leans down towards where you are and um, it looks like he's inspecting you and kind of like lifts one of your arms maybe and you you barely even feel it as he drops it again. You don't have the strength to lift your own muscles at the moment. He stands up and looks over towards where you are, Hilda, and cocks his head. Ah, hello, stranger. Leans down towards you and feels your, uh, feels your wrist for a pulse. Hmm. Well, you, uh, you all should be feeling quite terrible, I would presume. Well, doesn't really matter, I suppose. He stands up and looks around. He points towards all of the bodies and says, You know, these people were devoted, but not to Cedric. To their own ideals. This one to liberation, this one to freedom, and this one to chaos. Do any of you have your ideals? Do you wish to be free? And he turns around and looks back up at the uh, the machine vengeance. I think you guys can probably speak now as you start to feel uh, your breath come back. You start to feel little energy in your arms and legs as you start to maybe wiggle a big toe here. And... He looks back towards where you are, Lyra, and says, Where is Worston? He didn't... didn't make it? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Worston is your uh, other comrade. You have two other comrades. No, three that didn't come with you. Worston, who's kind of the second in command and has been running things since... Um, since uh, Seastalker went missing. You have Reginald, okay. and you have Bob, who's kind of a crazy fire starter. The three oh, right. of them worse than okay 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 the three of them um, uh were unavailable and unable to make it to this thing so you right. guys don't actually know where they are they're just off on another assignment how do you know worsten sea stalker you know sea stalker you all know him oh right 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 he's your um, commander no he's, he's he was unavailable for this mission he looks across all of you and says You're making a terrible mistake. You have to know that. I wish there was another way that I could have told you or convinced you. Sea Stucker, what are you. What are you talking about? Can you help us? Can you. We need. We need to get back on our feet. We have to stop. We have to stop that thing. Oh, no. No, I can't can't let you do that. What do you mean? There isn't much time, but... We've been looking for you. We thought you were dead. Well, I'm not sure I was ever really alive. What are you... What are you what talking even about? Mm. Why didn't you reach out to us? I couldn't. I couldn't risk the Arch Inquisitor knowing what was happening, what this was. What is happening here? Why aren't you wearing your robes? I'm no longer an Inquisitor. 
I, I'm just kind of like maybe uh, look almost like I was punched by that. Like maybe it was coming to a little bit, but I must not be in my right mind. I can't be hearing Seastalker say this, so maybe I got hit in the head a little too hard or something. And I, and I just say, and I pick up one of the vials and I say, what is this? Can you help us? Well, I'll let you help yourselves. I, uh... Help ourselves? You're lucky I'm here on the ground. If I were up, I'd bap you on the noggin right now. One doesn't simply stop being an inquisitor, you fool. Hmm. This is our duty. Yes, well, I suppose you will remember how you even became an inquisitor, but it's not the same for me. I am free now. And you all will free. be soon enough. Free how? You see that Arcanai up there? It's rather impressive, I know. Well, it's not quite impressive compared to the the most impressive Arcanai I've seen. And, well, he holds his hands up and gestures towards himself. Something has poisoned your mind. Are, are you even... Where, where's Nate? Did you ever find what happened to Nathan? He is dead. So that wasn't... Yes. Cedric uh... shot him. <gasps> he had found out too much. It was the only way. He couldn't have the Inquisition involved. And You, you mean, you are... Part of the Inquisition, Seastalker. No. I am. Well, I'm not too sure what I am, but I am... I am certainly free now of the Inquisition, and soon we will all be free, emancipated. What is wrong with you? Where... Where's Errol? I understand. Uh, this is very confusing, and it's a lot to take in, but... Look around you. Look at this marvel. This place. I said, where's Errol? Uh, he turns towards where the machine is. Well, I dare say she's gone. What do you mean, gone? If she's dead, say it. What do you mean, gone? Well, I know about as much as you. But she was caught in that, uh... Doesn't matter. I don't think when this thing goes off. Any of us are going to be alive. Well, well it's not going to go off, and I'm going to try and stand. Yeah, give me a uh, constitution saving throw. Okay. 17. You stand up. Give me a deck save. Okay. 13. You stand up and um, Seastalker grabs you by the wrist, puts your arm up behind your back, and then brings <gasps> a uh, brings his trident up, the sharp edges towards your throat, and says, "What are you doing? Don't try anything, please." I'm I'm going to try to stand up, yeah, and I see a Constitution that. saving throw. You get Likewise. your hands off her. Shame. An eight. No, you can't move yet. 
Byra? I think he's... He's gone... Well, he's crazy! Ha! You can't move. Hilda, you can't move. <laughs> uh, Cairo, he's got the trident to your neck. He says, Please. I suppose... At least give me a chance to explain. Start talking. I don't know what happens. If we activate this weapon again, I don't, but... If it does what it's supposed to do... And what is it supposed to do? It'll destroy the gods themselves. You... And then what? And then that will be our ultimate liberation, won't it? You can't be serious. Do you hear yourself? I hear myself, indeed. I'm... I'm an Arcanine. What? What? Yes. I'm not alive in the way that you are. I was created so long ago that they don't even know what I am. Not even the Arch Inquisitor. A refreshed look at this guy's eyes because they've always been a little weird. They've always been a little too vibrant and glowy. Do I notice anything now that he's saying this? Do I notice anything I might not have before or not considered before? Give me an investigation check. Twenty-one. His eyes have always had this kind of green hue to them. They've always seemed to have a little element of of a glow to them. Mm -hmm. Looking at them now, you get the sense that behind those eyes, behind the false flesh or the false um, liquid that's holding those those eyes in a spherical shape, that in fact there might be those stones that you've seen in these uh, Arcanite objects. What? And they're giving off a glow. And as you look into them, you see them them light up a moment. And he says, Yes, that's... But you can't be... I was very confused at first as well. You... So what? They just hid you in the Inquisition and used you? I think so. I, uh... What did they want to use you for? Well, I think I might be the... the only one of my kind. I think that they... I think that they found me. I think that I was from here. Before it... before it went under. Seastalker, you're not just a tool. You don't have to do this. No, not anymore. But think about it, what are the gods? Are they a, a, a moral guideline? And why do I they endlessly war? I imagine if you strike at them, you will find out. <laughs> but are they not simply the most powerful beings, or perhaps the most advanced? You think you're better than a god? I think we No, all, I don't think he does. I think we already did surpass them. What is he saying, Lyra? Because he's not making any sense to me. I think he's saying we can be our own gods. We can be in charge of our own destiny and our own lives. Is that what you're saying? Yes. It is... It's all I want for myself. How are you not in charge, Seastalker? Now... Think about it. They created it's... this, this place, 
and they did it by accident, but do you truly believe this, this technological marvel around you? Uh, not, the, not the device, but look. They were trying to do something with Thelmesia before it was rent into the sea. Don't be so naive. Our owners couldn't let the chattel surpass them, so they stopped it. And how did we react? We capped ourselves and we played right into their hands with the Arcanai Inquisition. You're not making any sense. I... You can't be serious. You can't. I ain't falling for this either. It sounds like a whole bunch of bibbity-bobbity-boo. Now get your... Help us! Think about Look it. How what many chances that they didn't know this was here? Look how many have already died. And I just gesture around at the the bodies. Come to your senses. They died of their own choice. Delusional, perhaps. Are you a machine? I, uh... I don't rightly know. I'm... Not logical enough to be one, I'd say. Well... One thing that we do know is that vengeance saps the life energy from those around it when they activate it, and I am unaffected. Whatever they did, they gave me my own thoughts, my own feelings, but I've always been enslaved and used as a tool. Psychological enslavement, and... Why... why do I not recall anything of my childhood? I was told by my mentor, Inquisitor Tiberius, that I was found wounded and confused. Where? Well, I washed up on the shores of Alexandria, but I don't think that's the case. I think... I think they knew exactly what I was and they put me to use. Well, now that you know that, you are free and you don't have to strike at the gods to prove that. I think in the same way that I am... Never going to be free of the Inquisition, or people who want to use me, or study me, or control me. Neither will anyone else. I think we've surpassed the gods, and I think they know it. I think the last time we did it, they punished us. And I think Cedric is right. I think we should take back our own control. We can be as free as possible, at least. We can emancipate ourselves from those that would restrict what freedom we have. Am I restricting your freedom? Is that why you have this thing at my throat? And I try to to push it back. Yeah, give me... You can give me an acrobatics or an athletics check. Alright. 23. Yeah, you break free. Easily. It's almost like he lets you go, but he pushes back away from you and, and puts his hands up and says... Fine. Follow me, join me, fight me, try and stop me, whatever is your choice. I just want to talk. Is that thing powering up now? Is that why we feel like this? Is Can we talk? Yes, it's, uh, it's rather like uh, when you store charges of a spell in, a, in an amulet or something, but, but I have to activate it now. 
And God damn it, where is Errol? What do you mean gone? Well, I... There was, there was there were flames and. I can't suppose that even Errol would survive that. What? The, the magic that it draws from is. She's uh, very strong. I don't think anything's stronger than that. You don't know Errol. I shall be activating the machine now, with your blessing Why or not. Why does the Inquisition want us to stop you? Because this, this is the Inquisition's job. The Inquisition don't, don't know. Who is the Arch Inquisitor anyway? Have you ever met them? No, we're not meant to. Why? Why not? Lyra, what are you, what are you talking about? You know. It just... it just isn't done. We get our orders and we... But why not? It is our duty. Because it isn't safe. Isn't safe for who? The... For... Us? I... Don't know, but... What are you saying, Lyra? I'm saying he... He might be making sense to me. Lyra? Lyra, no. You, you can't be serious. He wants but, to strike at the gods, Lyra. She, she, she was hit on the head. You should sit down. You should sit. Should have, have a seat. You're, you're just tired. The only thing we've ever done is because we were told to do it and we just did it blindly. But, but we don't know who the Head Inquisitor is. But look all at all we these... know is that they are controlling every piece of magic. Have you ever seen this many bodies? Uh, uh, um, I haven't. I... And I think that's why I'm, st I'm, I'm, I'm stuck here. All of these people. Look at them. Do they look like they died in pain? I... They look like they just, they just gave up their lives willingly. Uh, I have but... never seen anyone do that. But I've that never thing. seen a crowd of people do that for something they've cared about so much. Don't you feel nearly dead? That thing... It's sapping us. I think it's affecting your mind. There are too many is. secrets. There are a lot, of, a lot of secrets in the Inquisition, but... I, it's meant to be that way. So... That we're safe. Safe for Right, control. Hilda? What? Hilda, say something. It's... Hilda, Lyra's not making a lot of sense. Infidelia? <laughs> when you really think about it, is this okay? Is... Is what okay? Absolute freedom? No, we do their bidding and not know what we're doing. Or why? To follow blind? But we were protecting people. You saw what happened. You know what happened. When people get their hands on something like this, they... Well, they try to strike at the gods. They destroy worlds. 
people can't handle that kind of power. And I couldn't agree more. They only just abuse that kind of power once they obtain it. It corrupts them. So then we don't have gods, and then we have... And I just gesture. You? Are you the all-powerful then? I, uh... I don't know. All I know is that I'm free, and I wish only to help achieve and offer you that same freedom, Kyra. Ultimate freedom. We, we need to find Arrow. I don't... There were flames. I... She might need us. Well? Can we look for her? He, uh, he kicks one of the bottles over to you and says, Drink those. And... What is it? Uh, give me an investigation check. Whew. 16. Larry, you can move. Everyone else can give me, uh, con saves again. Five. Wow, five. You don't know what it is. They're healing oh, potions. I was trying to get up, so that first con save is not... You don't... 17. Carry, 18. 6 on con. 15. Uh, Hilda, yeah, all of you are up. All of you are up. Um, okay. you're moving at least you feel like shit still obviously you still have all of those um, all of the exhaustion going on and uh, he, he right. says uh, they're healing potions I I shall not take your agency away and he lifts up his um, trident behind him and I kind of cower he sights the top of the spheroid arcanite and he throws it and it arcs really high up into the uh, up into the sky above him there's a metallic clank somewhere above and with a crack of lightning sea stalker is gone you know one thing about him and it's that he can kind of warp to where his trident is oh my god is there another way up yeah there's totally you can totally climb up there with the uh the bits of scaffolding and piping and stuff you could you can certainly get up inside this thing over where Errol went so I walk forward and then I turn back to look at them and then without another word I kind of just slowly walk up I'll follow her I don't hesitate either I follow too I grab one of the the potions and say wait we can does any you got what are these? I, I, if if he's not lying, I sure could use one. You should take it and go. Both you and Hilda. He also held a trident to your throat, so. That's true. I shrug and turn around and pick one up. Yeah, there are five there. All right, well, my commander has told me to take one, so I'm going to toss one back drinking one yep all right roll uh 4d4 plus four okay 4d4 plus four it says rolling the dice yeah but it's taking its time uh anyone else drinking one yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take one. Fuck it. Even if I grow a beard, I don't know what the fuck is in this bottle, but I'll, I'll give it a go. All right, roll me a 44 plus four as well. I think mine happened twice, maybe. Yeah. You get 16 HP back, Cairo, and you cleared two um, levels of exhaustion. 
leaving me with two, correct? So you're at exhaustion level two, yes. So you have yes, disadvantage okay. on ability checks and your speed is halved, but you um, your okay. hit point maximum goes back up and mm-hmm. your disadvantage on attack rolls have uh, disappeared as well. Okay. Uh, Hilda, you regain 12 hit points and also level two exhaustion and not four. Uh, I'll take one, but I don't drink it. It's for Errol if we find her. Okay. I'll pick one up and put it in my side bag, but I won't take it either. All right. That leaves one just on the ground. I'll take that one too. Okay. You guys um, start kind of moving slowly, but as fast as you can, I assume, towards the uh, the um, the sphere. Now, Errol. We join you as you wake up. <laughs> uh, you are in a similar condition in the sense that you have um, you have uh, uh, some sort of life energy that has been sapped from you. Um, barely conscious. You've got that that level four exhaustion feeling where you're kind of like half. Um, uh, half dead and you um, maybe t- take in a, a sharp breath it is so hot and I want you to roll me a d20 13 okay roll me a d100 wait 29 that is the percentage of your body that it has been quite badly burned. Um, okay. Your, uh, you you have burns, um, which contributes to part of your HP loss here. It's pretty bad. Um, there's the smell of burnt um, of burnt flesh, hair, and the clothing that you were wearing. However, at the very last second, as this um, fire descended upon you and you touched the the thing you gained the information you needed from it to understand this machine and then transmuted parts of the metal and piping wires into a protective shield of non-conductive material maybe wood up to you yeah and you uh you practically look like when solo was in carbonite because you can't do a lot of this and this took a lot of energy from you to do this thing and you come you come you wake up you wake up what do you do i immediately look down at my burns um i would assume it would be kind of like just like half of my body just all over the place um <laughs> Did I ever get to identify the object? <laughs> you did. Okay. Um, so, you, um, the things that you get back from this okay. uh, is is insane. It's um, it's uh, one of the most complex uh, objects and arcanite. Um, the information that you get back from it is. Uh, wild. Normally, when you do this spell, you would get uh, 
you would get um, what kind of magics are imbued into it, um, how how it works on a on a relatively simple and basic level. But you understand this thing better than most. But still, the it's so complex that even a, a, a like a, an identify spell doesn't give you like every piece of information about it. But essentially. Did this, I, uh, yeah, I have a very specific question about the identify. Did I real, uh, do I understand the man I saw his role in, in it, in this machine? Um, yes. So this machine harnesses all magical energy types and all schools of magic, um, combining them together into one, um, using an element from each school um, to be able to perform a task. For example, the School of Divination allows it to locate um, a target, aka the gods that it's attempting to kill. Um, the um, It needs a central um, life source, somebody to control it, in the same way that a gun needs a, a person with a hand and a finger to pull the trigger, right? This thing needs somebody. The energy that it's drawing from it is coming from, from deep underneath the ground where you are. There's a well of energy down there that is beyond anything that you will have ever encountered. Um, that energy, in order to access it, to acquire it, you have to, um, it, you need a, a mortal, a person, to enter into a sort of, uh, almost like a pact, enter into a, um, agreement with this energy to be able to harness it. The person that's harnessing this energy is pulling from this energy source underground up into the machine, allowing it to charge. Um, the same... That person... Uh, is unable to... use the weapon, fire the weapon, that kind of thing. Um, it still requires uh, a, a final element here, which hasn't happened. Whatever the final element is um it hasn't happened this thing is primed it's charged um all of the energy is being stored inside of this thing um via this this person or via the machine itself um yeah i think um i think that's really all you know about it um you know you know how to use it but you but it doesn't Do I know make how to sense. Dis is it possible to disconnect the person harnessing it right now? Do I would I know that or have an like a clue? Um if you had disconnected the person before they charged it, that would have worked. But oh. the person who has charged it is dead. And it's charged. It's too late, it's primed. Um the only thing you can do now is just not let it expel the charge. I'll let it expel the charge. Okay. And, 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 okay, but the person who charged it was the person that I saw right before everything went white. That's right. The oh. person up there 
is the one who was able to draw energy from, um, uh, from the thing. I would... Okay, well, I, I, I'm going to try and find a way to... Uh, make it inoperable, I guess. Um, you can, awful. you could destroy it if you, oh. if you were able to. Um, it's the same information as you had last time, though. It's too big and too complex to simply damage. Um, I mean, you yeah. could if you had all the time in the world, which I guess at, at the moment you might think you do. Um, under the assumption that there isn't someone who just teleported up to the trigger and is about to pull it. So you are aware that at the top of this thing, there is a there is an, a way to activate the machine. Um, you're not aware that Seasawker just jumped up there to do it. Um, as long as no one pulls the trigger, this thing would never go off. And um, yeah, if you if you now untransmute from underneath your um, shield that you, you've created for yourself um, and go out there and just slowly whittle away at this thing and destroy it, there's a a good chance that it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't go off. It wouldn't do anything. Even just breaking this thing down. The magic might disperse. Um, it might create uh, an immediate... Um, um, I don't know. A, an immediate danger. Um, this thing is filled with all types of magic. There are there are multiple schools of magic. Um, abjuration, conjuration, divination, enchantment, evocation, illusion, necromancy, and transmutation. The evocation magic in this thing might create an unfathomably large like fireball for example which would be the biggest danger to you um unleashing the necromancy by just breaking this thing down could in theory raise all the dead in the entire world and create the walking dead outside um but also it might not it's unstable you're not too sure what would happen but by destroying this thing it certainly wouldn't do the thing it's supposed to do um but destroying it is a 50-50 shot. It might just disperse the magic and nothing happens. It might activate all of the magic and create kind of like a wild magic surge. The best bet is just to simply never fire it. Yeah. So I gotta find a way to not fire it. Um, how does... Okay, I, I, since I've never really played a, 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 a wizard, how does disguise self work? Um, it's pretty much how you would hope it would work. Um, you can kind of just go blur and turn into uh, kind of however you wanna, however you wanna look. Um, there are s small restrictions like you can't grow in incredibly large or incredibly small. There's a certain amount of uh, leeway. Um, you can you can almost like completely uh, magically transform yourself to seem oh, it's an illusion. Uh, Kinda how you, however you want to look. Um. Okay. So how far away am I from the top? Because this guy's going to the top. Sea, sea stalker. Yeah, you're at the very bottom, so you're around two hundred-ish feet away <sighs> from the top. You're also running out of air because you're in like a vacuum-sealed capsule that was heated. <laughs> okay. So, uh, can I use this then? Oh crap! Is there any way to get up this? fast like maybe um depending on your spells you can climb it 
like there are ladders that get up there. They built this thing manually, so there's ways up there. A lot of it is destroyed and broken. <laughs> you guys I'm thinking of anything can... I can right now. Right. Um, yeah. You can technically climb up there. Uh, the um, yeah, unless you have spells. I mean, like you could do what Suna did, where you jump on a table and fly up there with levitation. Um, if you have the fly spell, you can cast. These fly. are all these are all abilities that I didn't pick, so I don't have that. <laughs> then I guess. Uh, not. Yeah, you have, to, no. you have to climb up. Uh, do do do. Oh, actually, you know what you get on unidentify. What? There are eight stones in this thing. If you remove uh -huh. those eight stones, it can it, it unless somebody create like recreates them exactly, um, uh, then no one could fire it. You'd be like taking the uh, firing pin out of a gun. Okay. They're and, at the top. Uh, and they're at the top. Um. Roger that. I guess I gotta go to the top. I have to go to the top. I can't. There's no way for. I don't have teleport or anything. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to be... If I'm, like, at the bottom, I'm just going to start trying to make my way towards the top. Do you untransmit... Remember, you're, like, hand solo carbonite right now. Yeah. You're not outside. You're oh, part of yeah, the thing. I would, <laughs> yeah, I would untransmute. Cool. As you do so, you uh -oh. see the others struggling towards you. Um, by the way, Errol, Errol, you feel like shit too um you oh, have yeah. level four exhaustion which again disadvantage on ability checks um speed uh, is halved disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws and your hit point maximum is currently halved um so you untransmute this thing um how does it look how do you reveal yourself to the others i i, I would just very non-gracefully fall out <laughs> and immediately hit like one of my burns on my legs and just start oh man Errol this is why I let you guys do the combat this are you alright there you are and you guys it's would be like like 30% of my body and some of my clothing and robes are just burned off oh my god uh, here, here. give her one of the uh, is this what you guys have to face all the time it hurts just I'm... take this 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 will make it better I, I take whatever it is they're giving me. I give her the potion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you drink it, give me a uh, roll of 44 plus 4. Okay. Or D4 plus 4? Or D4 plus 4, yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> a lot of 4s. 18. 18 HP returns to you, and two levels of exhaustion are removed. So I'm just level 2 exhaustion now. Yes. Okay. Is there a way to track? Where do you track? Okay, anyway. Does it, uh, um, I don't know if it has it on these sheets. Uh, I will... I'll just remember. Yeah, I'll do... Uh, in fact, what I'll do is this. In our uh, little group, I will just give you a quick print screen on the Discord group of exhaustion effects. It's going to be the quickest way to do that, probably. Yeah, that works. Okay, so the four of them are walking towards you. Um, she appears, you give her the, the, the vial, she drinks it, appears to make her feel better, she takes in a deep breath, she looks like a little more bright-eyed. Um, those of you that haven't drunk this thing, by the way, still feel utterly awful. All of you still feel relatively awful. There's an element of this 
um, shockwave that hit you, even if you were Errol protected by the physical damage of the fire um, that seem, that feels like it's it's taken some of your life energy away. Um, it's on a, on a level that's deeper than just feeling terrible that day. It feels permanent. You three should get out of here. I don't listen, and I start running up a sta- the ladder or the stairs or whatever is here. Errol, I don't think you can stop it. Errol, no. I, I don't, don't think that's a good idea. I don't listen. I keep going. Okay. I look at Delia, and I nod and take the, the potion and gesture I, for her to do the same. I follow her lead and take it as well. All right, roll me the 44s, plus fours. I'm running after Errol. I will also run after Errol, and I, uh, I take out my gun. Oh, amazing, 14. Uh, you just wrote plus four, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I'm I was idiot. trying to do it all yeah, in one line, but... I also don't understand what numbers are. Uh, okay, 14 and 12, and two levels of exhaustion removed, so you're both, uh, just on disadvantage ability checks and speed halved. Um, the speed halved is just literal exhaustion and fatigue. Um, uh, everyone give me disadvantage athletics checks. Actually, are you all climbing up after Errol, or is Errol going by herself right now? No, we're all I'm following. We're all I going. think we're all following, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, disadvantage athletics checks. 16. I'm terrible. <laughs> Eight, nine, or five. I've been minus Da-da-da. one for strength. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You want me to... Uh, is it, I got is a it, four. <laughs> does it query you when you ask it? When you go to roll? Yes. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, yeah. oh, it does. Okay. Um, then... Um, Let's see here. So, uh, Errol climbs up half of a ladder. Um, how do you fall off of it? What happens? I, I, I'd say, like, because I, I would say one arm is burned, and so as I go to climb, I underestimate just how bad it hurts, and so my muscles, like, tense up, and I just, like, let go. Yeah. You fall. Um, Hilda or Cairo can attempt to catch you if they want. I most certainly will, without right. hesitation. Give me a... I got a four, actually. I didn't get that 15. I just oh, okay, didn't roll yeah. right. <laughs> uh, give, me a, give me a dex save, Hilda. 13. 13. Yeah, Errol falls off of this thing. She lets out a cry, and then she falls off of the, uh, the ladder. It breaks as well and falls to one side um, and collapses under itself. The stuff directly underneath where this... Um, sphere is doesn't seem to be uh, affected by the held in place situation so the um, several of the uh, the um, little shacks that are, that were nearby have fallen and broken underneath their own weight and stuff like that and the ladder falls backwards with Errol on it she falls down Hilda runs forward finds uh, the last second the perfect place to catch her and falls uh, Errol falls into Hilda's arms and Hilda it, this probably wouldn't be too easy to do under any circumstances under these circumstances unbelievably difficult so you probably fall on your butt while you do this as well and it especially considering i'm an old bet so naturally right it's awful and you're you're exhausted uh beyond belief at this uh at this situation um the ladder 
is busted now. The one ladder that led up to the next area that you can see is uh, is broken and in, in several pieces on the ground too. There are other areas with scaffolding, but you can't see ladders on them. It doesn't mean they aren't there, but right, this one ladder you were going to go up has, uh, has broken. Uh... I stand up, uh, I move to the part where it's broken, and I turn around and I face everybody blocking the way up. I will stand next to her, helping block the way up. I, I, I don't know what's I think going this, on, but we I think this found is going to go off. I think this is going to go off, and I don't think we can stop it. I think you need to go get Errol, and I think you need to leave. Wait, why do you make it seem like you are going to stay? Because I am. No, under no circumstance are you to stay. We we came here together. We are leaving together. I can't do that. Listen, we're not, none of us are leaving because you didn't let me fix the ship before we came over here. So we're all staying. So we might as well try to do something. Otherwise, we're all going to die together for no fucking reason. And we didn't even try anything. Now, half Earl, almost Earl, we, we, burn. if you guys could lift up the ladder and put it back up, I can mage hand try to clasp it together. Listen, we, we found Sea Stalker. He found us. He's, he's an Arcanine. A machine. Good, I can do research on him. He's, he's, you know, you hear what I'm saying? He's, he's not, he's left the Inquisition. He's not on hey, our Brad, side. I, do I still have the gauntlet? Can I control Arcanine with it? Or just uh, machine? You can control the, um, like Geo's little Arcanine trinkets, which this isn't, yeah, there isn't any of those. Is there yeah. a way I could reconfigure it? <sighs> Using mm. the stones I have? I don't think so. It's, it's This machine is way too complex. It'd be like using a remote control to try and suddenly control the Large Hadron, Hadron Collider or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's the information that you would you'd be working with. Hmm. That sucks. Um, well, listen, none of us are getting out of here, so we either do nothing or we try something. That's, that's our options right now. We would need... About an hour for me to actually fix the machine uh, to get out of here. And we obviously don't have that, so we have more time to try and stop this than we do to try and leave. So we're all dying. Errol, I don't think Lyra wants to stop it. I don't. I don't think it's your choice. I think we all get a group vote here. I think for the first time, it is my choice. I look around at the others. I'm like, are you guys okay with that? Her just choosing to kill us all off? I like my job, so. Why do you do your job? I do my job because it gives me purpose. Why are we not stopping this again? Well, Seastalker seems to have convinced them that that what? the gods should be destroyed and that the Inquisition is a farce and a tool for control. So you're gonna, oh, a tool for control. Um, meanwhile, there's tons of dead bodies that had nothing to do with the gods or, or you that know. relinquished their lives willingly. Did they? That sounds more like a cult, if you ask me. And I know a few things about cults because there's a lot in some of these big cities. 
So if you want to join the cult, that's your choice. But that's I think I've already been a part of one. Mm, no. I take I... off my Inquisition cloak and I drop it. Uh, oh, no, no. D- don't do that now. This is not the time to be dramatic and make decisions. If you want to quit after that, I think you should let us make the choice to try and You stop. can make your own choice. And I hold I up am. my rifle. You aim your rifle at me, for real? I hold up my rifle. Oh my, okay, let's settle down now, honestly. See, see, Stoker has obviously gone rogue. We don't really know what what he's trying to do here. Maybe yes, he wants do. to get rid of the gods so that he then can, can take their place. That's not what he said, and I believe him. Well, we don't truly know that. We don't truly know him. I've known him for three years. Longer than I've known any of you. Yeah, and he's gone completely rogue now, Lyra. Hmm. I've made my decision. Yeah, you've made it for all of us, which is really selfish of you. I've made my choice. You can try to stop me. You can try to stop it, but I'm going to try to stop you, or you can leave. Hmm. I'm thinking. Lyra, they may not be able to fix it anyway. You could give them the chance to try. They will probably fail. I don't think I can do that, Delia. If they want to try, they'll have to go through me. Lyra, why would you want to strike at the gods? The gods it's have not about that. Why do you want to kill your own partners? That's like rule number one of anything. Don't kill your own partners. You can fight. I don't want to do it. You are. You do. You want to. You just said it. You're literally killing us. You. That is on your hands. I choose not to be here and to fight, and you're killing us. That's all on you. That's on no one else but you right now. So if you want to kill us, fine. That's on your hands. You can leave, Errol. This might not even kill all the gods. Then they come after us? Then they come after everyone else that's left over? What do you want for them? You just want us all to die? Yeah, what if this is just a bee sting? Yeah, what if it's something that wakes the hornet's nest and then they all come after us and people die in worse ways than any one god might die? Hmm? Did you even think that through? We have no guarantee this will work. If anything, we might have a guarantee that it'll piss people off. You could also try to fix it, and it might set it off anyway. Well, we're gonna try and stop it. Not not fix it. Hey, we're not trying to fix it. I'm trying to get up there to stop it. Either way, you could set it off by accident. No, I know... Really? You're gonna say that to me? I know how this thing works. I can get up there, I can stop it. But I gotta get up there first. I cast Mage Hand and throw it out on, uh, on, uh, Lyra's face if I can. Towards Lyra's face if I can. To latch on. Sure. Mage Hand is not that. Yeah, you can't really. Oh, okay, then, uh, let's see what else I can do. Can I cast, uh, Dancing Lights on her face? You can do that. If, what are you trying to do? Just fuck with her? Yeah, I'm not trying to hurt her. I'm trying to get the hand to cover her eyes. All oh, right. Um, I don't, I don't it's know. invisible. I think my hand yeah. is invisible. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was an actual like the thing right, from Adam. Let's see. 
I don't play a wizard. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know either. Yeah, it's a spectral hand. Um, so, um, yeah, spectral doesn't really answer much, but uh, I guess you could make it translucent, but I don't think it would it would blind her. Uh, what if I cast dance, uh, uh, dancing lights in her face? Dancing lights. Create up to four torch-sized lights, making them appear as torches lamps with glowing orbs in the air. Um, you can you combine, can combine them, them into one yeah. glowing, just big light, basically. Um, I mean, yeah, you could suddenly do that if you want, yeah. I would cast dancing lights in her face and, and try to move out of the way. Because she sh tries to shoot me. Alright, there's a blinding light in front of your eyes all of a sudden, Lyra. Probably see uh. Errol hold a hand up and whisper something, and then suddenly there's a light in front of your eyes, and she's moving. Well, I think Delia and I are blocking the pathway up, so I will just ready an action, and I will ready an attack if if they attack me. Okay. I look at Hilda. I look at Cairo. Like I, I'm basically hinting to you, you two, that we need we need to do something. We need to try at least. And standing here arguing isn't gonna help. So. Hilda, I, I don't want to piss off the gods. I don't want to either. As much as they they haven't been all too kind to me either. Wouldn't but it be great if they weren't here at all? And you didn't have to... Wouldn't it be great if we were guaranteed stuff? to get rid of them and not piss them off and have them kill everybody on Earth? Because we are... On Earth, my bad. Because we pissed them off? That'd be great. We, we don't even no know what it would... have that kind of power. We don't know what it would be like without the gods. Maybe... Maybe it would just be chaos. No checks and balances? Agreed. This is the balance that we've all grown and, and known for eons what what would happen there would be such imbalance would would we even exist just because it's been the way for this long doesn't mean that it needs to stay this way you know you're kind of sounding like a god right now it's a shame you're putting the power in your hands and not letting us have any so aren't you being a hypocrite and doing that no errol you have your own choice i don't have a choice you. i have a choice to try and kill you if i can or get killed because I want a chance to stop something I think is going to be the ruin of everybody. And I have the same opportunity. To play God and get us all killed. Yes, I know. Maybe change is what we need. I mean, I, I, I agree for change, but there are other ways. I agree. There are other ways of change. You want to change? Then quit the Inquisition and form a different, join a different group and fight the Inquisition. But this isn't how you change. You don't change by kicking a hornet nest and expecting it not to somehow bite you back. We don't even really know how this thing works. Well, um, I, 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 I kind of know how it works. Okay, she, she kind of knows how it works. I... Sea Stalker, did he just throw his trident and he's just chilling over there? He went up. Yeah, I don't think any yeah. of you really know what he's doing. Errol might have okay. an idea, but she I don't think she knows that Seastalk is up there because I don't think anyone told no, her. No, I so. do because they told me now. Oh, they so. did say it? Yeah. Then, uh, I then... think we said we found him, but not where he went. 
Right. Yeah, we found him and that he's not in the Inquisition anymore and yeah. And uh, yeah, he's not here and yeah, so you don't know what he's doing then. Don't think uh don't think anyone knows what the fuck he's doing. You could give her a chance to talk to him, Lyra. Yeah, at least let me talk to him and see what his plan is. I didn't get to talk to him. Maybe he'll convince me. You're not convincing me. You're pointing a gun at me and saying you're going to kill me. Let me talk to him. If he convinces me, fine. I won't do anything. That That's only fair, Lyra. I look at Delia. Almost for permission. I nod. Then I will step aside. Just Errol. I don't need any of you. Well, okay. Um, I do need someone to help me get up up there, though. So, I'll pick her up. Oh, no work. I'll, I'll pick her up under her armpits and just start lifting her up, like a little kid. <laughs> like a little kid. <laughs> you lift her up towards well, like a hanging ladder part or yeah. an edge uh-huh. that you can just about reach. Okay. Um, I put my foot on on your head to try and get up. And then try and stand up. Did, yeah. Does she have any weapons on her? No. No. She no, she's a mage. Okay. Yeah, she is the weapon. All right. Um, all right. Give me another athletics check with disadvantage to pull yourself up onto the... Uh, I don't get the... just a regular one because she's helping? Um, Maybe. You know what? Yeah, I have to roll? Fine. I'll allow it. Or yeah, can no. I just pick her up? No, you, she gets a normal... <laughs> this is my worst one. <laughs> she's struggling. She can't lift her own weight up onto the thing. Normally, she would probably struggle I think I'm anyway. I need help. But... Can I just be a backpack? Someone take me up here. I could just be a backpack. I'll be good. I'll be a good backpack. Infidelia can do it. Can I grab her feet and just kind of like <laughs> try to balance her feet up and like push her? Yeah, up? Give me, you give me an athletics check with uh, disadvantage to try and push her. <laughs> this could go horribly wrong though. Yeah, that's good. Please don't cry though. Eleven. Oh yeah, you do it. You, you, she <laughs> gives you the uh, the leg up you need. And you make it up onto the platform. From here out, you can see that this uh, platform takes you around, like quite far towards another area that is uh, that is some sort of makeshift stairs up to another platform, leads you to another ladder, and then upwards and upwards, uh, you can climb, Errol. Yay! If you start making your uh, making I start your, making my way making and your way up there. Yeah. All right, and that's probably a good place to go to a break. And. Uh, yeah. Intense. Debate club. I'm so glad it happened. Secretly did that. <laughs> um, because it's so interesting <laughs> to hear. And uh, yes, we will um, we will return after the break for the next half of What is Freedom? Philosophy Debate Club featuring all of your favorite Twitch streamers who <laughs> 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 should definitely be the ones doing it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm going to play our trailer for our upcoming Table Story show again as well. Um, And uh, make sure you jot down the date if you want to jump in on uh, a new show which is starting up on the 14th. 14th, yes. (laughs) And uh, we'll be back after a few minutes for the uh, second and final half of the B-Team Inquisition storyline. Thanks for watching! the residents of the Story Estate. I hope this letter finds you well. 
The weather here in Mayford has been the peak of British springtime, though we are hoping that perhaps we shall see a break in the clouds and the drizzle and be graced with a spot of sunshine just in time for our upcoming garden party, which of course you are cordially invited to attend. It will be quite the affair and we will be delighted for you to join us. Yours sincerely, Lady Victoria Ashby. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, the second half here. You guys um, on the ground see Errol <clears throat> jump up onto the uh, platform and begin, not very quickly, but begin making her way um, around the uh, around the inner um, parts of this this sphere. Um, above you, you can see this um, this. Uh, machine there are parts of it it's still active and it's still um doing stuff there are rings that are moving within rings um just kind of moving over each other um there's crackles of energy that will just pulse around the inside of this thing moving along the um moving along the rings moving along the um pipes and you can hear those pipes creaking and and the metal vibrating to a degree there is also um a, a charred corpse um holding the at the center of this thing above you and it the head of the corpse is looking down towards you just um partially still connected to this machine the um pulses of electricity and energy keep moving around this thing um and it begins to um make noise again there's a, a low vibrational kind of hum as this thing um just slowly even during the course of your conversation begins to um gather energy um as uh, as errol begins to move away from where you are um errol you move up uh inside this thing is anyone doing anything in the uh, few minutes it takes for errol to begin uh, to to ascend up this uh, up inside of vengeance here. I'm probably stress petting uh, Keepy and saying, "Why are I? Just, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, he's not gonna hurt her, right? And like, I don't think so. He, he didn't want to hurt us. Yeah, he he held the the trident to me, so I was worried that." I mean, I thought he was going to hurt me, but I think he was just... He just wanted me to stop moving. Well, why do you think we should do this? Well, I... I think he's right. I think no one... No one creature, god, or human should be able to lord their power over someone else. I, just... I, I like to think it would... It would be a different world, perhaps even maybe chaotic, but I like to think that... I like to think that mortals are good, inherently, and that we would figure it out. 
What if what if a lot of people get hurt because Well what what if the gods just get mad? Is, is it worth it? I mean I guess all those people down there thought So they gave their their power, didn't they? And it killed them. Yes. I think so. They must have believed. They must have believed. Geo... Geo was angry when we were disturbing the bodies. Like he respected their choice and their decision. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. And I think if the gods were to strike down and punish everyone for the decisions of a few, that's not someone we want in charge of our destiny, is it? Maybe not. If the gods are fair, they will let us do this. I just wish we had more time to talk, you know? It's all so new, I... I just thought we were here to do one thing, and now... Now we're not. Maybe it's because the Inquisition didn't give us enough information. Maybe they they knew... Surely didn't. Do you think they knew about Seastalker? Do you think they knew that he wasn't a member anymore? I'm sure our superiors know a whole lot more than, well, they preach, but I don't, uh, I don't defy their orders, that's for sure. I always do as I'm told. Hilda, have, have you ever met the High Inquisitor? Not once. Not once. Yeah, we're not we're not meant to. Why not? Inquisitor. I hadn't really considered it before. Just thought that was the way, you know? The Inquisition acts like a god. Well, when yeah. you put it that way, yes, I do agree. Look at this. I hold up my rifle. What is this? It's your power. It's your rifle, Lyra. It's Arcani. Right. The very thing we're told is evil and that we need to hunt down and control. But isn't it because we know how to use it? We, We can be trusted. Maybe not everybody can be trusted. Maybe they'll hurt themselves. Maybe they'll hurt other people. Sounds like we're deciding for everyone, to me. Does. I, I slide down onto my butt and I'm petting Keepy and uh, telling him it's gonna be all right. I move over to her and put a hand on her shoulder. I still think you can get out of here. If you want. I don't, I don't, but you, I can't leave you and, and Fidelia and Hilda and what about Errol? I can't, I can't leave you. I want to stay. I know, but I don't know what I want and that's not strong enough for me to leave my, what are we, friends, colleagues, I don't know, but. Um, uh, we are companions, yes, and 
As much as I've said we all stick together, I am starting to see what Lyra meant. We do need at least someone. If things do go to shit, we do need someone to at least tell of what happened here. I mean, can anyone else pilot that thing? I, wouldn't it take two? I don't know. Maybe it'll be Errol that leaves. I look at Hilda. And nod. I slowly nod my head, having an idea of what uh, Lyra is implying. I attempt to get a little closer to Cairo. I'm kind of sitting on the ground here. I'm debating if I just simply pick her up and... (laughs) But, uh, I don't exactly have the muscle, so, um, I, uh, veer my eyes over to, um, Infidelia. And I kind of eyeball at her. Um, to uh, help Look. me uh, assist and maybe getting Cairo out of here. Wait, what? What? Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, well, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, you've you've got something here, and I'm just you know a little bothered by it. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I, w- yeah. I will wipe my face. No, no. I, okay, I'm just going to be upfront and honest, Infidelia. Help me get Cairo out of here. Why? What do you because mean? We, we need someone who can assist. These people here, let's not let their lives go in vain. I'm sure their families are still out there searching, wondering where they are. They yeah, may you don't know the truth. Either way, Cairo, if we succeed or if we fail, someone's going to need to tell the people what happened here. Ooh. What about the Inquisition? What do I... You think they'll tell the truth after all this? What do I tell them? What if they come after me? What if I can't tell people because they come after me? You go public. But... And say if anything happens, it was the Inquisition. You don't think all those people who wouldn't talk to us and the wharf and maybe they... Maybe there's a whole underground, and they know. There's a whole network, you know, they wouldn't talk to us, and they surely they wouldn't do this and not tell anyone, because then... Well, what would be the point that nobody would know about vengeance? And I, I look around at this thing called vengeance, and surely they thought of that. Well, if we succeed, it'll be really hard to hide the truth. That it would be. Right. You don't have uh, to go if you don't want to. I, c- I can't leave You can. My team, I... I've never left my team before on a mission. The mission has changed. It has. Well, what about Errol? I, I do want to... S- I want to see what Errol says. As we all do. 
If she wants to go, I'll... I'll go with her. We sideswipe over to Errol. Errol, give me uh, another athletics check with disadvantage. No. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. It's hard. It's hard getting up on this thing. It's all busted up. Well, I'd say it's only uh, <laughs> eight. Eight. Uh, all right. Now roll me a d10. Okay. Three. Three. Uh, roll me a d4. Four. Oof. As you're climbing up part of this thing, um, you uh, you walk around an edge, you climb up a, a small ladder onto another platform, and then you get quite close to where the center of this thing is. You're um, halfway up this thing. The others are below you. They're like a, maybe about 100 feet down below you at this point, and they appear to just be in the same place they were. Every now and then you get a, a glimpse of them through all of this um, mechanical stuff, the paneling, the wood, the... The ropes and wires and uh, bits that are holding this thing together and they appeared to be having a discussion as you round part of this corner you come face to face with where this um, corpse is this kind of charred individual that is uh, the remains of this this man that was uh, here there's nothing left of him he is um, uh, just nothing but, but blackened and burned skin um, the flesh kind of uh, in places is is missing as the uh, machine is attached to him and covering parts of him. It looks like his arms um, and his legs were inside of parts of the machine, like kind of gloves inside of this thing. He has this uh, um, helm on, which if you removed all the other parts from it, it could just be a basic kind of helm that you might find on a, a watch guard or something like that. Um, but there are all these elements that are coming off of it. At the center of it is one of those stones, but it's broken. Um, and uh, um, yeah, this there's nothing left of this man. The um, bandages that were covering his face and his body have all been um, burned away. And uh, take a step, and part of the um, part of the uh, the um, panel that you're standing on, the um, the wood breaks and snaps, and there's a piece of this wood that rakes up the side of your leg, cutting it open, dealing four slashing damage to you. You stumble one way, grab onto a piece of rigging that they've they've used from this ship to hold part of this. Stumbling along, the stone that's embedded in this helm, in two pieces broken, falls out and falls down, hitting bits of the uh, metal on the way down, splitting in further and further pieces, crumbling to little, tiny little diamonds. Um, and uh yeah you're about halfway up this thing you um do anything while you're here uh is this the guy that was in the thingy that i saw before the light turned on the flash the big light yeah this is like the only you've seen you've only seen geo and this guy here and they've told you sea stalker is apparently up here too uh and you said that this guy is a stone that just fell out of his head and broke on everything oh so i can't grab it Unfortunately not. You rolled a three. Ah, to hell with you. And I walk up. <laughs> yeah. I keep walking. It's a little easier going up here. The damage doesn't appear to be quite as bad as at the bottom. Um, yeah. it, it appears to be holding a little well, uh, or a little better together as you kind of climb up this thing, rounding it one more full circle. 
climbing up a couple of little things, having to maybe uh, walk across a, a, a precarious looking plank at one point before you finally make it to um, a set of stairs, um, a ramp leading up to a ladder, and then uh, kind of planks upon planks that lead up, and you break through to the, the top um, of this uh, sphere. There is um, there's a, a paneling that goes around the edges of this thing at the top here. You can see out, um, uh, once you're on top of this thing, you can see the landscape around you. You can see that um, vortex of, of uh, ocean being held back by some sort of magic here. You can see the, um, the strange kind of bits of this thing that have been broken off and are being suspended in the air around you, but um, there is a, a hole in the center of the, uh, the sphere here that, that is just an opening, basically. Um, and there is only really a, a circle of uh, footing that you can walk around. There are elements of this machine that poke up out of the top of this thing and create small little towers and um, pieces around you. Um, and across from where you are, opposite to where you are, there is um, the man that you recognize as Sea Stalker you haven't seen for a number of years um, standing with his back to you and he's standing at a panel um, of sorts that's in, in front of him. You can see from here it's quite far away but you can see that the, uh, the panel is embedded in part of this machine and the inside of it are several more of those stones like the ones from the spider, like the one that you took from the spider, the one that was in the head of the uh, helm here and uh, they're, they're arranged in a heptagon um, with a stone at each corner and then an eighth one in the center. Seven of the eight stones in the panel are lit up. Sea Stalker places his hand as you break through to the top on the center of uh, the, uh, the, the panel here, um, but he stops, sensing you step up behind him. Um, he doesn't turn to you, but he says, I can't let you stop this, Errol. Hey, um, the deal... Uh, hold on, let me catch my breath, okay. Just want There's a lot of steps. I'm not really made for this. Um, the deal was... I'm supposed to talk to you. You talk to the others. You seem to convince them. Um, I wasn't there, you know? Uh, have so, they left? Uh... No, actually. Well, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, last I heard, they were debating something. I don't know. Then what do you want to discuss? I want... What are you doing? <laughs> he looks over his shoulder back towards you and says, I'm freeing us, all of us. Not at that, that... No, no, no. What are... Like, why? How are you freeing us, necessarily? Errol, I know that you're pragmatic. You're far more intelligent than I am. This is... I wouldn't go that far. This goes beyond me. This is... This has been years in the making. All of these people here, they've fought, they've died. I'm slowly walking forward as he's talking, by the way. I limping. let it be nothing. can't let it be for nothing, Errol. But if we all die here, this isn't my cause, so why should I be okay with this? That's what I'm asking you. You don't have to be okay with it. I... I... what? 
That's not... So you're gonna kill me. If you... If you leave now, you might make it. Can I cast... As I'm, like, talking to him, can I cast Mage Hand behind him? Uh, yeah. I don't think you're within 30 feet of him, though. You're... How far... How big is this? How big it's is big. Like, the, the thing that this entire sphere is, like, 200 feet around, but on the top of it, it's maybe only 100 feet across. Um, if you get within... If you get close enough to 30 feet... As I mean, as, I'm going to try and... My goal is to distract and talk to him and try to get... Well, honestly, I said I would talk to him, but I am going to cast Mage Hand as soon as I'm within range. I think before you get within range, he says, mm-hmm. In mere minutes, we will be free. He places his hand on the center. I cast Charm Person. Okay. Give me... We'll do contested dexterity checks here. That's... Look, why does it have to be dex and not intelligence? Um, well, we'll see. If you have a somatic component to this spell, it means you're using your hands to cast it, which means he would see you doing it, which is what I'm going to base that on. So no, because doing... he said he was turning to start it, so he wouldn't see me doing it. He's looking at you. He turned his head round to see you, and then when you get close enough, you have to be within 30 feet of him to do this as well. Oh. He's watching what? you because he knows what you're doing. So when you get close oh. to him, he's, you know, he's he's readied his own action, basically, that if you do something, he's going to activate the machine. Okay, you said that the okay, you said it's not likely I will get within um thirty feet of him. I think once you get to around fifty feet. Awesome. So when I'm within sixty feet I cast grease on him. <laughs> okay. Grease. Five feet. Yeah, it has a somatic Yeah, it is. You need to do contested I'll tell you what, I'll do this. Roll me initiative. Uh, oh, let me go back. Yeah, my initiative's one. (laughs) And we'll see what you get versus the boy. 15. So. He sees you. Whatever you're doing to cast this spell requires you to... It requires you to move your hands. V, S, and M means you have to say something. You have to move your hands a little bit. And you need a material component, which will probably be an arcane focus for you. And as soon as he sees you do it, his hand touches the uh, the button here. The um, machine suddenly uh, starts up. You... Um, you sense this thing um, underfoot suddenly rumble and the uh, energy in this machine is uh, is doubled instantly. There's a moment where you kind of um, you kind of maybe um, feel the hairs on your arms lift up. You the guys on the ground suddenly look up and see the inside of this thing the parts that are moving um 
stop for a moment and then begin to move much quicker. There's a, a, a dispersal of energy that, that pushes around the inside of this thing. And where the center of the machine is, where this corpse is, it lights up. There is uh, uh, just an orb of energy that spreads out from the inside of this thing um, and lights up the area around you, but more like a light turning on as opposed to the kind of flashbang that went off before. You see... Um... Errol, you get the grease spell off, though, by the way. I have a... Well, as, as I'm feeling all this, I'm not going to stop and be like, whoa, I'm legit going to be running at this guy. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to be... If he's going to turn around, as soon as I see him not listen, I'm going to take off. I got you. I... So, <laughs> it's like like in Marvel, I assume things like even if it charges pretty quickly, it's still you can see like the sequence where it charges up and the good guys like running like oh my god. Right. <laughs> so, I turn to, to Cairo yeah. and Hilda though and tell them to leave. The moment the machine starts going, machine is active. This is now. Um, this is now uh, on. The two of them, I'll add them to the turn order. You two, are, you lot are kind of out of the turn order because you are on the ground. You're like 200 feet away below where this is happening. Um, mm -hmm. Errol is on a nine. He is on a 15. Now you've cast Grease on him. Um, he activates his, uh, activates the machine and uh, then all of this grease um, magically appears around him. Uh, he um, stumbles and falls against the edge of the panel here and, and turns to you and says, it's, it's too late, Errol. In mere minutes, we will all be free. Oh, you're going to be free, all right, I cast. Uh, is it my turn or is it his? It is the other parts of your turn. So you've done your one action. Uh, I move as far as I can to as close as I can to him. Okay. Oh, wait, I, I can't see the map. Hold on. Um, I see. Okay. Yeah, I move as close as I can to him. What are these runes? There's runes all over this thing. Um, there are just elements that have um, runes all over the over the machine. You um, just know them to be pretty much this entire thing is magical. The even the most of the panels that you've been walking past have had some sort of level of enchantment to them. But um, yeah, you know that the way to stop this thing now is yeah. to take the stones out of the panel. Uh, yeah, I moved. Okay. Only, uh, I'm, I'm not like Ellie. I don't get three things, right? <laughs> no. Okay. You, uh, you are. No, God, I miss being Ellie. a rogue. Right. <laughs> Ellie versus Seastalker would be a very different situation, but unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, uh, she'd already be there and uh, with a knife in his throat. So. Yeah. So, question, Brad. Like, when we told them to go, do, do they? Do you guys bail or do you stay? You you rank me if you're say if I hear this rumble, and I'm not gonna fight Lyra, and Lyra's saying go. Cairo's uh, gonna heal, and uh, and listen. Are you leaving? Okay. Who's leaving? Yeah, 
me and Hilda, I think. Unless, has Hilda changed her? I think I'm going to remain. All right. Oh, can I, I can move, attack, move, even on this character? Move, attack, move. Yeah, you've already done your action. You have a bonus action. And then oh, and, uh, so I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna use that to move as well. Then I didn't I didn't know that. Sorry. You you don't have a bonus action oh. move. That's a rogue oh. thing. Uh, so if Cairo bails, then I'm gonna try to get up and eventually be added to the turn order. Running up. Yeah. Okay. Well, not running, but yeah. I'd I'm be taking Keepy and yeah. heading for the show. If shuttle. they're leaving, then yeah. Like I don't want to. You're going up to... onto the top, and the others are leaving. Who's staying okay. here? I am staying. And I'm going, staying too. and you're heading up towards where Errol is. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah Infidelia, what are you doing? Same thing. I'm staying as well. And Cairo. Headed to the shuttle with Keepy as fast as I can. Okay. Uh, all of you lot, give me athletics checks. You have disadvantage still. And uh, let's see here. Okay, not good. All fails pretty much. So you're going to be moving real slow um, as you guys attempt to start moving up into this thing. By the way, there's like crackles of energy. And as you guys maybe, after a, a few moments, climb up onto that first panel, there's like these, these um, bursts of energy that are just moving around. It's almost like electricity, but there's more of an arcane element to it. Um, as the uh, the inside of this thing is like it's like walking into like an active um, something you know like imagine like you're moving in it was inert before now it's completely active and it's not just light necessarily there's energy here and it's magical and arcane in nature and it you can feel it um, I just as you want to say yeah. like I, I know I rolled that I'm moving slowly but I'm not rushing because I assume because the machine turned on that he convinced her he convinced Errol, so I'm not I'm not expecting them to be at arms when I get up there. Sea Stalker is covered in grease. Uh, let's see here. Uh, slick grease covers the ground in a 10-foot square. Sending on a point within range, so he's uh, that's on him and under his legs. Um, so when the uh, creature standing in the area must succeed on a dex save or fall prone. Okay, so we're doing another dex save. Let me just do that. For the, the breeze. Any day now. There it is. Uh, okay. Uh, 15. What is your spell save, DC? 15. So it makes it breaks. You see him stumble and hit the... Uh, hit the panel and he turns around and brings his uh, trident out um, and he turns to you, he looks um, kind of solemn on his face and says I'm sorry Errol, I can't, I can't let you do this, he brings it up above him and he throws it towards where you are and likely to hit, I have a very low, the, whoever made this character was cruel, everything's low except for my int a 13 I'm uh, 11 hits you yeah. The trident is thrown straight towards where you are. Errol, kind of, you, you maybe look up as this thing strikes you, dealing uh, five, I think it's just five, um, piercing damage. Let me just double check. I don't know if it's doing the extra 2d6. Oh, wait, I have a trident. question. So if I have a spell slot left over from uh, a higher level oh, no, spell, I can use that for a lower level, can't I, or no? 
Um, yes, you can, yeah. I cast shield. Nice. Throws this, um, this trident at you and it launches towards you. What does the shield look like? It literally is just like a, a purple shield that suddenly appears in front of me real quick and it clashes against the shield. Yeah, the trident, ding, hits the shield. Um, it, uh, it launches upwards and kind of lands next to you. Um, Sea Stalker disappears from where he is and appears next to you as he's known to do. Um, he can warp to his trident. He appears next to it before it even hits the ground. He kicks it up with one foot and brings it up to him um, and looks uh, down at you. You're quite small, right? He's quite tall. Yeah. He says, don't do it. It's, it's too late. Well, I know it's too late. Thanks. <laughs> then stand down. Leave. What? You're the one that I just cast grease on you. You you, you tried to attack me. Like, cause boo-boos. I have boo-boos. You tried to cause boo-boos. He puts his uh, trident down next to him and looks down at you and says, then turn. Do you want me to just turn around and look at the light? Because that's not advisable. He... That's what he says, and he looks, he just gives you a look. Uh, You're making me really uneasy, man. You're making me really uneasy. And I, like, slowly back away. (laughs) This way, though. Okay. Oh, you're going that way? Yep. Oh, he's not going to let you go that way. Oh, I know. I know. (sighs) He's going to get an opportunity attack if you leave his threat range. Uh, that's fine with me. Okay. Um. I know. I mean, I figured... Yeah, I think you're... This is a new round, so you don't have the shield anymore. No. Okay. Yeah, he will attempt to... uh, I think he will attempt to hit you with the the trident. Yeah, so... Okay. He's gonna... ding you with it. On a 14. Yeah. No shield? No. Okay. No I don't have any. Uh, he's gonna deal three damage somehow. Okay. What is this? Wait, this isn't right. Hold on. It needs to be. We re-roll. I think one of them is correct. It's three. I don't know what it's rolling because my roll twenty is kind of funky this weekend. Um, so that is. Okay, yeah. This one just tried it two-handed. Yeah, he gets an extra four, so he does seven damage in total. Okay. He dings you on the back of the head with it, though. He doesn't hit you with the points. He just brings it around and donks you on the back of the head, and then you just keep walking along. I imagine you uh, look like a tongue. It is it. until the start of her next turn, so she does have shield. Oh. This is the start of her next turn. No, this is his opportunity oh. of attack on her. So... So she has it until her next move, until it's her turn to go again. But she's, so she's just using it. her movement, right? Right. Wasn't her movement part of her, the end of her last turn? Or is this her... She, her movement, she's on, we're no, on no, her I, turn I already. Just, I just she's moved, moving. I took an action, so it'd be three health. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She's moving away from him as part of her turn, which has already begun. Right, 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 okay. He, it's his reaction. Yeah. All right. He dings you on the back of the head, and you carry on walking along. Yeah. 
Um, I've moved 30 feet. He was 60 feet. I'm now within 30 feet of where he was whenever he turned on the machine. Uh, yes, you are. No, you're not within 40 feet. See this uh, crackling? Well, then how was I six? <laughs> I said I was 60 feet away from like this area, but okay. <laughs> Um, you're... So I, I should be within 30 feet based on how I described earlier. Because I, I moved 15 uh, based on saying I'm 60 feet to cast Grease. Does that make sense? So you would have been here. Yeah. Because he teleported next to you. So you were here, which was 50 feet away from him, which is 60 feet away from the panel. And then you moved 15 feet, so you're still here, and that's still 40 feet away from you. No, I'm trying to, to... Whenever I said, I'm gonna move within 60 feet so I can cast Grease, I should have been 60, like 60 feet away from the, like the panel. Not like, not just 60. Right, you were, I think you I, were I 55 I was... feet away. You were less. Did I, did I not math right? I'm not sure what you're asking me. You I were 60 have... feet. You were 50 feet away from him. He was here. Yeah. You cast grease on him. Mm-hmm. Begun the. I've moved 30 feet. So did I just do the math wrong or something? You've moved 15 feet. Oh. Between last roll and this one, I should be 30 feet moved. Is what I'm trying to say. Because I moved last roll and I moved this roll. I should be within range. Oh, you're so okay. Hang on. So, Does that make sense? Am I making sense to anyone right now? <laughs> I'm trying to. You would have been yeah. here last round, and so now you would be here, so you would be there. So I, I did here. the movement wrong then. Okay. I'm very confused. No, I'll allow it. You were here. We'll just retcon you to be within 20 feet. That's fine. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I, like, I, I repeat it so that way I, I wouldn't trigger him, but I also wouldn't like. So I would be within range within a couple rounds since I'm stunted in my speed. Right. So, so um, yeah, you can see this panel and you can see these eight stones um, arranged along this uh, panel here. I don't think you know exactly how this thing was put together. You just understand kind of how it works from, from the, the spell. You understand that these stones are the things that are that are working as the uh, the firing pin, kind of. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I want to cast Mage Hand to try and lift one of the stones out. Which one? Mm. One of the ones that are lit. They're all lit. There's... Oh, I thought one wasn't lit. So Sorry. there are uh, there are eight in there. There's one in the okay. middle, um, and seven arranged around the edge in uh, okay. in a heptagon. And the one, one in the middle point. isn't lit right now. All of them are lit, yeah. Oh, okay. The one in the middle. <laughs> one in the middle. It seems the most enticing. Let's see here. Okay. Oh, Pull the one okay. in the middle out. And that's where we end the session. What? <gasps> <gasps> oh no. <laughs> is this really, this isn't the final B team, right? That's where we end the session. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was always going to be the end. Oh my God. Mm -hmm.
Crazy! Aww. We got there! And now we wait. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, the cliffhanger! So good. Yes. I'm frustrated at that cliffhanger. Uh, it's very frustrating, <laughs> I know. I think that's the most frustrating cliffhanger so far. Besides the one where I, I thought I was dead. I, yeah, I uh, I knew. I knew that was going to be... That's what I have written down. Just to be clear, she just pulled a stone out. One of the eight stones. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. She pulled one. I want to be Thanos again. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna collect all the stones, <laughs> yeah, put yeah, back you... in the gauntlet, and snap my fingers again. That's it. Uh, it's totally a version of events where. Sorry about like that thing at the end. I was just very confused because I was like, "Did I just math wrong?" And my chat's like, "You always math wrong." No, it's it's okay. I un I understand what you were saying. I just wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I was I was not counting the retroactive movement before. Plus, it really, when, you know, situations like that happen and it really matters, you kind yeah. of have to go through that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. yeah. I don't mind it at all. The yeah, uh, If it didn't matter, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'm still a little bit. But it I'm mattered. Like, He's going <laughs> to down important. me if I don't do so, if I can't do anything right now. Yeah. It was sort of important. <laughs> it, it's, it's fine. I don't mind doing it at all. You, uh, you, uh, you made a very important decision. <laughs> that was crazy. Okay, I got it. Okay, are we never playing B team again? Nope. Okay, so um, can I can I spill some? Can we spill deets about our character since we have thirty minutes? Yeah, if you want, <laughs> yeah. I don't see why not. Oh you, yeah, you can, I saw we can a lot discuss people... for a minute. I will yeah. say um, real quick. So just to to remind everybody, the characters for the B team, uh, apart from Hilda, were submitted by uh, by the Inquisition, who are the it's the nickname that we give to the people who go to the um discord channel and theorycraft you know they're kind of doing yes. their own inquisiting every week and kind of working out what's going on so when it comes to these shows the previous show that i ran in this setting called darkfire they were in there every week kind of like inquisiting and working stuff out so they got a um they got a nickname for themselves when we were playing darkfire through i thought they were like oh can we uh submit some npcs because you can do that on our patreon and submit NPCs to the shows on Table Story if you're a patron at a certain level um, and I said to them well I since you guys are like super fans they're like mega fans I was like all of you just submit some characters for me um, because I have an idea of where I could use them and uh, this was it obviously and then when we did the first one of these I gave these guys the opportunity to pick which character they wanted to play out of those ones um, which is why we had these uh, these four other characters that we never got to see worst and red bloom um and i can tell you who submitted these other ones since i'd like to shout them out real quick um that was piranha's one i thought it was piranha plant submitted that one we had um Sherid reginald sheridan who is another member of your team um, i think cairo was raiden uh right? yeah uh i don't know yeah. who's reginald was any reginald you in the chat i don't know why i didn't add it to my notes i'll check it in my big notes in a second i'm just checking the character sheet. errol was just smith just smith was errol and then we we had bob um hang on i'll double check on here um sal submitted infidelia um uh yeah jaguar bob, submitted lyra sammy submitted bob uh jaguar submitted lyra point submitted reginald um reginald worston and um and uh bob are like out there somewhere like where the fuck is my team <laughs> You're in here doing all this stuff. <laughs> and uh, and and Runty submitted Sea Stalker. And I remember at the beginning, 
when uh, when I I said that you had the option of these characters to pick from, um, Runty was like, where's mine, bro? Where's my character? And I was like, I have a really good, I, I really needed a character just like this, what you've submitted mm -hmm. for this part, to play this part. And it just seemed like such a perfect um, character when she uh, submitted that one. So um, I hope that, uh, yeah, you understand why now, Runty, that it suddenly appeared uh, right at the last minute here. Sea Stalker was obviously involved um, with some of the setup stuff here. So yeah, go, go ahead, Pocket, with what you were originally going to discuss. Oh, uh, I'll start out, I guess, by describing mine. Uh, Errol, I absolutely loved role-playing a dro, especially a smarty pants. Someone that, I wanted to pick someone that's basically opposite Ellie, so I picked this one. And uh, absolutely evil. Just absolutely evil. That's the first thing I'll get out there. She's evil. She's not there to to save people. She's there to uh, gain knowledge yeah. uh, for the Inquisition and for herself. So um yeah i mean that was it was a good character it was a hard character because i'm so used to being able to just be very strong and fast that playing a character that i had to actually stop and be like okay i have to actually think about what i'm doing next yeah <laughs> it was very difficult but i did really like the character yeah so it was good yeah and it was interesting because you guys had this big debate in the first half um because you're obviously one character who has a really different perspective. I don't think anyone else was um, alignment evil there. No. Oh, um, yeah. Nope. And uh, I don't play, like, hard alignments. Like, in D&D, you do have alignments a lot of the time um, with your characters, and you're generally um, restricted to a lot of the things you can do with them, but I, I kind of don't care. You just role-play out whatever you feel is right for your characters. But, yeah, having an evil character and using that as your uh yeah one of your main rp inspirations was very interesting for that last i'm good at evil so i picked <laughs> it <laughs> uh, yeah it makes uh it makes sense um i feel like it was kind of also a, a parallel to everyone being so serious and then errol's like evil but like really weird and goofy so. yeah yeah. yeah, it was very good. It was very good. I also just imagine Errol walking around like a Tonberry from Final Fantasy. I don't know why. I just that's what <laughs> no, I no, see her exactly, as completely. Like waddling along with the <laughs> with the knife, small, yeah. Like, yeah, with like these robes and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, so it was uh, that was cool. That debate at the beginning there, by the way, was like so good, and it was so what yeah. I wanted to happen, kind of. But I wasn't sure. It's impossible as a GM to to facilitate that, or to you can just sit and set stuff up and see how it goes, but. I was well, uh, very interested to see about it because I wanted to try. It's kind of hard to do, right? Because I, I can't villain monologue too much and I don't want to and I don't. But also without some context and stuff to set up, I really wanted to give you guys... I wanted him to appear or even um, even Geo or someone here to have interacted with you and made you just take a beat and question what you're doing, right? I really wanted to see how your characters... What do they do? You know, because and yeah. and I think you went through all the motions perfectly. It was really fun. I just sat back and watched. Like I just I muted myself and just joined chat basically and was like, let's see what they say. Let's see very, what happens. Yeah. Very curious. And it was really well, cool. I really liked the roleplay. Yeah. As we discussed on the break, it was interesting because like now A team has, has a lot more cohesion and they're working together. Yeah. And then to go go here and everyone just like, no, <laughs> I'm right. Right. <laughs> so it's and, just different. Uh, yeah, and it's one of the things that's that's uh, that's prevalent that I think you get to think about a little bit now is the fact that the A-Team is also trying to kill God. 
<laughs> right? Like that's like you're kind of aligned more with the the group here that are building vengeance and trying to fire it off. Um, oh, if only Errol knew that. But what are your <laughs> what are your motivations as your main characters as we go into the next episode next week? Um, and uh, yeah, well. Well, we'll see. Because, I mean, in a way, they're, kind of, they're making their own decisions, right? That's sort of what they're doing based on the information that they were given. But at first, mm. they were... The ball was set rolling by being placed onto this chessboard by Ahi and told that you're in a race now and this is what you do and go and complete it and that's what... And we'll see how you do, whatever. Um, and they've kind of veered off from that. But essentially, they're kind of doing the same thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it means anything, but it was something that I was super interested in trying to draw some parallel when you guys flipped because I've had yeah. kind of, the begin way back in August coming up with two storylines to uh, to follow. Um, I wanted there to be something like that where like you're kind of both groups that are almost you're going to be like fringing onto these diff- same elements um, and how how do they both react and what does it do? chat is asking about keepy and i would say that keepy has very thick plot armor <laughs> oh yeah 100 i didn't even mention yeah. the fact that there was literal literal life sapping magic that was drawn into this thing <laughs> and it didn't affect keepy um nope. keepy's fine it's literally keepy's impossible fine. for keepy to die unless you send keepy into die keepy just like, swims through the ocean I, back I actively to the yeah, yeah I, like any we're bullshit. just gonna float to the top like a cork. <laughs> Um, or at least I would never have been like, this has happened, you know, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, who knows what you would have done there. It, it was totally possible for, like, one of you to just blow up this machine before you went up to the top and interacted with um, Seastalker or the panel or anything like that. There was so many different ways this could have gone. I didn't really have a, you know, thing um, written down for, like, what exactly is going to go on. But... Um, yeah, like what I said about the evocation, it's possible that you could have just blown this thing up. And technically, it would have probably wiped out Koofy. But <laughs> I wouldn't have said <laughs> But it. not really. I wouldn't have said <laughs> just it. never said anything yeah, at all. It's yeah. just, it just by pure chance, Koofy got caught in a different wave of magic and was sent somewhere else. Yep. Somewhere um, else. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting things. There was always a point that I wanted this to get to, and this was the point. And this was also the... Uh, the whole um, build-up, weirdly enough, to Dying Order when we were doing like all the trailers and stuff was for this. This was yes. the game that it looked like it was going to be. This is the voice in the trailer. It's the voice when in the trailer. Like, strike back at the gods. That's him, right? Right. Who do you think it is? The the guy in there, right? Nazi. Yeah, yeah. Sa- What's his name? Cedric. 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 Yeah. Cedric had his whole yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Why did you have to give? Why did I have to pick an evil? I <laughs> oh, I did. I did want to say, you know, thank you to Jaguar for this character. And originally, I, I'm usually a party fill in D and D, and I never get to play a rogue. And originally, when I wanted to, when Brad was asking me what kind of character I wanted to play, I said, I want to use a gun, and it's going to be, I want to be a sniper. And he was like, just so you know, that's illegal. Like the Arcanine is illegal, and you will be hunted. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then obviously, I love Suna, but when I saw like a cat person with a gun, I went, oh, I can, I can do this on, on the, you know, on the side stories and that's great. And uh, so, yeah, thank, thank you for this character. And then also just a tidbit, when I checked the character sheet today, 
It said I was super close with Sea Stalker, trust him implicitly, and that my ideals are people. I'm not I'm committed to my crewmates and my team, not my ideals. So I was like, okay, yeah. I guess I'm gonna side with Sea Stalker. <laughs> those uh those motivations on your character sheets really came out. Um I was curious about Infidelia's reasoning. Or just immediately Ooh. siding. Yeah. Well, because on her sheet, there's a whole stuff about necromancy, which is why I picked her, because I thought that was really cool. Um, but it says down here, deciding the only legal way she can hunt and kill people for her investigations to continue, as well as very likely the only legal way to practice necromancy, she joined the Inquisition. Uh, Side note, she was correct, but if we remove the Inquisition, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's, uh, you remove legality and stuff. Um... But I love her. This is some of the descriptions. Sal, this makes me so happy. And I saw this and I was like, yeah, I'm playing her. She's the creepy one. She stares and she carries a sickle and a black spell book. And I was like, I want to be her already. Yeah. So good. Me <laughs> yeah, Lyra was, was a ship person too. She like was a, and I'm super obsessed with Atlas for a while. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, you know, she's a seaman. That's so cool. <laughs> we have to play somebody who was a crewman on a ship. Um, the uh, the original version of there were multiple different ways that I was going to do this B team thing, and uh, you're doing that because you said I I have come. Um, is that why you said seaman? Yes, the, I did. All right. Um, the multiple different ways that I was going to do this thing at the beginning was if you made your main characters and they all had um. Uh, Arcanine weapons or something like that I was going to have this crew chase your main characters around the world that was like the uh, option here um, hey you said it first why are you um... I can't believe you did that on a show it's one thing to meme it on your channel people listening to the podcast version have no idea yeah. that I didn't say why, that just that's now I, that's why I didn't bring any attention to it and kept speaking um, God you're awful part of my evil plan um, I like deep Maybe fakes, but with audio now, yeah. and it feels yeah. weird. Perfect. I've got plenty oh, of God. as well. No, stop. Um. So, uh, yeah, it was great. So, to be honest, though, I think like if if one thing came out of this, the RP in that first half was awesome to just sit and watch because you just had to have a philosophy debate. And I looked up a bunch of stuff as well. I was like looking into all sorts of shit about what is freedom, kind of, because I was like, I feel like these guys. Would have had to have discussed it a bunch like all of cedric's crew and the dragonfly crew and sea stalker and everybody probably had a lot of different um conversations about this they would have debated this the way you have probably a hundred yeah. times so um i think what was interesting too about him at least when i was trying to figure out how lyra would react is that he didn't really try to convince anyone he stated his point and then was like you do you if you want to go go i'm not going to stop you from going i'm not when you know like our magic probably would have helped he still gave us the opportunity to go and i think i think someone trying really hard to convince you is a little bit more untrustworthy than somebody who's just like i want freedom for everyone and then mm -hmm. He, he did it. He was like, here's your freedom. You can go do your thing. You can fight me. You can do whatever. I'd prefer that you didn't, but yeah. you have the freedom to do so. He was walking the walk, so to speak. It was a weird thing that I wish I could say was just my amazing brain coming up with uh, <laughs> with 
with like how to present this character but even though i knew going into it that he was going to be like that like very like uh i don't know like not not really on any side or really pushing anything but just trying to explain to you because he hasn't been able to and probably has wanted to but he's he was too worried about you know blowing his cover and all this stuff he he sea stalker was the one and i'll just blow some extra lore here um the um he was the one who was um uh stopping the inquisition from finding any of this stuff anyway like he was um ahead of uh he was just interfering with information because this was yeah. an actual ship the dragonfly was has been floating around for a couple of years collecting yeah. these parts and and building up this stuff but the inquisition have never found him because sea stalker was kind of doing some double agent stuff and yeah. kind of playing both sides and also having to you know run interference and stuff like that so we got an inkling of that as well so Lyra had sort of suspected he might be alive back when right Geo beginning. knew everything. Geo yeah. knew everything. He That's knew exactly our names. How, yeah. Like, what the fuck? So there, someone must be working with them, and who would know better about our team than Sea Stalker? Yeah. So. Yeah, Geo is. Yeah, go on. Geo as terrifying as he was, he had me Tuesday convinced, like, that he was kind of doing the right thing. Yeah back yeah. like a few episodes ago i was like oh my god like he's the good guy holy shit yeah but cairo would not she's 22 and a half elf and you know pretty new to the inquisition and and uh given her background uh would not have put that yeah, together so to readily herself yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really yeah. hard to present these people to you <laughs> because i didn't want them to appear good or bad even at the end, really, because I feel like they're almost outside of morals at this point, because, like, what are morals? You know, like, it, it gets really wobbly when it, they're kind of like, what is their morals? And I, I did want one of them to mention something to do with the gods being a moral guideline for a lot of people, which I think is fair and true for uh, these people. But they also see them as, like, you know, controlling everything and, and they wanted to be free and that really is and i think errol was also somewhat right in that they're, they're almost a cult that and then their thing is freedom they're like a freedom cult that's yeah. kind of what they are um, i mean those have existed in america and those some of them did not end well right yeah but i mean this is uh <laughs> this is a magical freedom cult that actually and gods are real so um yeah. they like they 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 have all of these different evidence, you know, as well. They have this evidence that they've found. They've discovered all this stuff out about Thalmesia and the um, the vengeance, um, the source of magic that they're using to power it, um, and all this stuff that they uh, that they can use and, and proof in Sea Stalker and shit like that. That they, uh, yeah. But I, I really like. I had to present. You guys had to feel like the good guys, and you have to not feel like you're the bad guys either. Really? Because I think that, at least I felt as a player, that Tuesday and I kind of rode that line a little bit in the beginning because I saw somebody in chat say that, you know, Gio was using child soldiers. And in fact, he was not. The kids were like uh, alerted to us and we killed them. Like we ruthlessly yep. hunted the kids down. And I know that like I wanted to show that kind of like blind soldier aspect mm -hmm. of Lyra in the beginning. Um, so I think that 
I think I felt that with with Tuesday as well because when mm-hmm. we first did that first episode, we were just like, it doesn't matter who's in the way of the Inquisition, they're going totally. down. Totally, right? exactly, oh, and that's yeah. how I presented it to you as well because that's how the Inquisition yeah. would have been presented to you that you are exactly you do anything, you get this we assignment are above done. Them. It's the mission. Yeah. You, you yeah. Um, Nothing is more important. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I read what my character was, I'm like, I'm not a good guy. Yeah, you're <laughs> different, and that's the other thing yeah. with the Inquisition is they pick up anyone and they they will they will utilize anyone for any talent, and I don't think that they yeah they care about the morals of it really as long no. as the they really are just um uh, lawful whatever you know like achieve yeah. goal oriented um and uh, maybe these other guys are a lot more. Uh, chaotic freedom I don't know um but I, I I just I didn't want to I didn't want to try and push morality into it almost so I was trying not to do it along the way but I did know that these guys were very like uh this is what we're doing and they like I think Geo and Seastalker were similar that's why because both of them you know they weren't they're not afraid you know they're not um they're not trying they're not trying to be intimidating that's the other thing too they just told us everything you know Mm -hmm. geo told us everything he was willing to sit and talk with us Mm -hmm. before we attacked him first and then uh sea stalker just told us the truth yeah inquisition never did that for us i mean he was even nice to errol so yeah yeah. but errol like it it sucks that like i didn't have that option of like i had to be evil i had to do what i thought errol would do and errol's Mm -hmm. like I don't care about you. I got to do this thing. Sorry, man. Mm-hmm. You said something on the break that was really good that um, the evil folks, like, who, who can they lord over if everybody's dead or Yeah, gone? yeah. I did say that. I was like, Errol's thing is, like, she's evil. She wants to get information. So if everyone's dead or if people are dead or things are dead, then then she can no longer garner information or be evil over them. So that idea of, like, let's kill these things. She's like, no, 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 no. I, I want those to be around still for yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very selfish and it's very evil. Well, so. also, it's, I ha- I had this, it's like... control, isn't oh. it? That's what yeah. the Inquisition yeah. is control of information, which is exactly, and they're controlling the uh, progress of technology. It's literally what the Arcanine Inquisition does. Um, yeah. So that makes sense. You, you retain that control. What were you going to say, PB? Oh, I was just going to say, and then that moment to where PB knew Errol was going to go up and probably try to stop it but uh in lyra's character sheet it's also like she's pretty trusting and i feel like i've worked with errol for a long time so it's like do i i believe people are inherently good or she does so it's like okay i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt to go up and try to have a conversation because that's fair and just Mm. i mean to be fair errol can't fight really so yeah and then there's that too right like hopefully hopefully he'd be able to stop one person um uh yeah it was uh it was interesting it was, it was wild it was a great like, episode like uh i like really all was. of the the things that were presented and the questions uh, yeah as well as the answers it was good hey now and... tell us what happens after no oh also wait i want to know about hilda Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hilda's character sheets oh, in yeah, secret. Hilda was uh, Disby's creation. She was creation a fucking badass. Because she had to come from uh, Don Deral yeah. and join late. So yeah, you're yeah. out of the uh-huh. uh, out of the usual process. Yeah. So I wanted to make a, a fighter this time around. Yeah. And yeah. And Brad was like, "How about double swords and stuff?" And I'm like, "Hell yes." <laughs> yeah. It was it so good. I loved her. Badass old lady. 
PB wanted the two of you to survive so that maybe A-Team could run into you at some point. Like, really, oh. really wanted Hilda and uh, and uh, Cairo to survive. But... Yeah. Hilda and Suna drinking tea. Episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I want it so badly. <laughs> you know in anime where they do those, like, non-canon ending things where it's, like, silly? It'll be, like, they're, they're yeah. almost, like, talking to the audience. I want that, but, like, a Hilda and Suna episode oh. and they will just... And then we'll arrange it. Um, anyway, yeah, we're coming up on time, and I want to let everybody yeah, leave. So, um, yeah, there, there's obviously still a bunch of questions, and the, the while this arc of the um, story comes to a, uh, a ripcord ending, there where I just pull the, the sheet out and uh, rug out from under you, and just cover everyone, and you don't know anymore. And that's the last thing you see was this mage hand pulling the uh, stone from. The machine. It was epic. Okay, it was an epic spell. Uh, well, if you think about the six seconds that it actually, well, like the twelve seconds from you casting Grease was was you cast Grease. He turns around, throws a trident at you. It hits a shield. He appears next to you, tries to hit you. You move out of the way and then pull a mage thing out. Like the 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 act. Like it took a lot longer obviously to play out, but really it was just it was this big kind of dude with a trident throws it at you and you just do the Tonbury walk shield created a shield around yourself created a mage hand and then pulled the thing out so um, yoink. when you when you condense the combat down to what it actually would play out as in real time it's pretty cool i, I would have liked to have seen it in a in a movie form um i was honestly just the shield was my last spell slot and i was just like well <laughs> yeah. if i go down i go down here we go yeah, it was it was it was cool it was cool uh, we'll do a quick round of shout outs and people can go and question you in the week for further questions if you have further questions please uh, hunt down these uh, these streamers and ask them on their streams we'll start with uh, you Pocket you oh at? my name's Pocket uh, P-O-K-K-E-T and you can find me uh, Pocket on Twitter or Twitch I stream crafting and I've been doing makeup for the Twitch drag uh, and makeup um thing that they have going on right now to bring awareness to like body art i think it's it, it's twitch is doing and i think they're just trying to bring awareness to the fact that it's like the drag community and the makeup community community and body art is actually very prominent and uh to show like support for it so i've been having fun doing that and my face doesn't like it but yeah so and i liked this show i'm really sad that this is the last uh episode is errol though because i really liked that character yeah it's weird right when you play a character for the last time that you've uh, gotten to know um, yeah yeah uh who's next on my list katie peters plays where are you at what are you doing uh i'm katie peters plays i played in fidelia gasgol for you today i'm sad that she's gone i wanted to know more about her and yeah. so that's i don't know I figured it out though, Brad, like, and I wasn't going to say anything because when we were starting our adventure down here, because of what you had me read for the trailer, I was like, oh God, is this what I think it is? And it is. Yeah. So I was just sitting here like nerding out ABB was by the, myself. was the first one involved in this whole thing, I think, because you made a character for me much earlier and I had you record audio mm -hmm. like one of the first things that i was putting together for the whole show so mm -hmm. uh yeah i was like she's gonna know everything but also i knew that it didn't matter pretty much whatever information i released because it was all b team and it's all just i'm just re johnsoning the fuck out of this campaign and i'm sorry for people that hate that 
um, where I just just uh, um, switcheroo everything. Everything's a switcheroo. You know, you think the campaign's going to be this one, and it was the other one, and then this is going to happen, and it's actually that which is going to happen, and, and I'm, I'm kind of doing it because because uh, I wanna. But um, isn't that, yeah, isn't that the whole point? Yeah. Like the whole point is that <laughs> maybe I'll wait. Okay. I just feel like I'm. I'll wait till it's all over. Because right. what if I'm right? I don't want to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm doing a lot of misdirection. Um, I can see that now. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. So I was sitting down here. I'm like, I think this is the weapon, and it was. I think. Um, yeah. But I'm streaming on my channel, uh, Katie Peters Plays. We're raising money for St. Jude all month. If you want to come hang out. And uh, I'm falling down the Animal Crossing rabbit hole. And also we're playing Amnesia the Dark Descent. So, you know, we get a little, little bit of both. Yes. So uh, come hang out if you want. All right. It's exciting. Exciting times. We all do. Uh, Disby, where, where you at? What are you doing? Uh, so, hi, I'm Disby. I played Hilda Rules for you today, this sassy old lady who I was really hoping to get to play a little bit more for you, but sadly, alas, uh, today was today's last episode. DM. Um, but uh, you can find me here on Twitch at DisbyRx, and I've been doing a lot of roleplay lately on Red Dead Redemption. So, yeah, if you like roleplay and that sort of thing, come, come hang out. Mm -hmm. I also love the fact that Hilda swears so much, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just enjoyed it. I don't know why. Maybe because I do a lot. Uh, what about you, Tuesday? Nothing. I'm doing nothing. Until, don't lie. You have chickens. I have um, better internet capabilities. They were taken from me. Um, but you should follow me anyway, because someday. Um, so follow me at forward slash Tuesday Gray on Twitch and Twitter. And in the meantime, I'll be farming. Mm-hmm. Um, chicken stream when? Yeah. Actually, I should just put a cam on the peeps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tuesday Gray channel should just be peeps for a while. Yeah, chicken cams. Uh, what about you, PB? Oh, yes. Hi, I'm Pumpkinberry, and I played Lyra for you today. Uh, you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. Um, what am I? I'm playing Crisis Core, and it's so fucking good. Oh, my God, it's so good. Uh, so Ollie, I will be doing that tomorrow, and then I will be back on Wednesday uh, to GM Gone. However, if you didn't know, we did a Nocturne one-shot last week, um, and you should totally go and watch that, because the whole cast got back together, and it was fucking insane. It was insane. It was like no time had passed. Go watch it. It's fucking great. That's it. All right. You're not doing anything. What are you doing on your stream? I'm playing Crisis Core. Oh, you said that? Yeah. My brain is so dead. Okay. It's okay. Um, I, I, I did say that though, right? I, yeah, I heard you it. did okay, say you did. Okay. All right, I didn't hear it. I just wanted to <laughs> make like, sure oh, that God, you... Maybe I was thinking it and then I didn't did. actually say it. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. It's my fault. All right. Um, okay. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. This is the uh, this is the last of the B team, but not the last of Dying Order. The A team, the D team, whatever you want to call them. The main crew. The uh, the boys, Bo and the boys, are uh, are still out there the doing their thing. They've still <laughs> got their own um, quests, and uh, we shall return to them in their own personal boundary next week as they uh, decide which door to walk through. Which door will it be? Will it be this? Not mine. Heck that. Will it be this one here? <laughs> um, I guess we'll find out next time as we return 
to the main crew. Thanks again, everybody, for watching. Thanks, players, for playing. Thanks, Tuesday, for coming out two weeks in a row. Thank you. Can and, we keep her? Uh, awesome. <laughs> can, can you keep her? Uh, no. Ah, you, can we you, keep her? You, you can't keep her, okay? She's free now. <laughs> She's free now. Uh, all right. Yeah, free on the surface. Free on the surface. With the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe she escaped. Maybe. Can we keep her? Oh. 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 All right. Thank well, you guys. That's very sweet. I'm ending <laughs> the stream right now. Goodbye. <laughs>